This is a HeadGum Podcast. Shout out to Claritin for sponsoring this episode and providing us with samples. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but if you are, allergies can wreck almost anything when they're happening. I have allergies all the time in like the spring, you know, whenever there's allergies around and I use this, you should also use it too. It's as simple as that. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and, that's right, and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, and an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those things I just said, it's like a cocktail for the worst thing you can imagine, but not being able to breathe or that I'll get that thing where I go to sleep and then I wake up and I can breathe through one side of my face, but not the other. It's one of the worst feelings. And then when you blow your nose, you just can't because it feels like something's going to explode in there. That's where Claritin D is going to come in and help. So if you are ready to live life as if you don't have allergies, it is time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Another brand new episode of All Fantasy Everything. The podcast that oh I didn't think of one of these beforehand. The podcast <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, the podcast that lean leans against the beam just off stage, right before a big concert, and thinks about its entire life mm. up until this moment. All the relationships and and travel and situations and things and people that it's come across and in what seems like just a moment, someone's entire life spools out in front of them, and they, and they look at it and say, "Oh wow, what if what if we fantasy drafted some of that? Mm. How was that? That felt good." <laughs> I'm lost. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Well, we, yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to know what band was playing that was so uninteresting. Yeah. That this, well, this person was, wasn't paying attention. This was what I was, was going for. Was this podcast for. waiting to do its set at a show? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. was doing kind of like I feel like, like this a... podcast, I feel like I worked with this podcast. Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Before they go and do seven at the improv. <laughs> Everything that brought me here. It, I was going for the walk the line sort of thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. And so one I've... foot was up on the wall. Mm-hmm. Or one foot was up on the beam. One foot was up on the beam. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think history will remember that as one of the greatest intros of all time. <laughs> and today, ladies and gentlemen, we are drafting parts of songs that give you goosebumps. <laughs> That's what we're drafting today. And joining me to do just that, we have Eliza Skinner. That's me. Stand-up comedian, television writer. Sit-down TV watcher. Sit-down TV watcher. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for, former writer on so many things. Uh, Adam ruins I've been every- fired all over. You've been fired all over. T- well, you don't. No, you yeah, no, I, I've uh, not been. Adam ruins everything. Yeah. The Late Late Show with Jim Cromden. Yep, Jim. Uh, oh, love Jim Cromden. Jim Croms. When he gets on his tractor and beatboxes yeah. with celebrities. <laughs> the beatboxing tractorman. 
Jim Cromden, the beatboxing tractor man. Uh, he's on the tractor and the celebrity's jogging behind him mm-hmm. and they yep. beatbox together. But they beatbox their own songs. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the fun part. It's crazy. It's it cra- some... How did no one think of it they're, before? They're just like us. Head writer on the forthcoming <laughs> television show uh, Drop the Mic. Yes. Which is, a, which is rap battles. It is. It's celebrities rap battling. Yeah, rap battling, yep. which, uh, which echoes uh, your own personal show that you mm. do live. Which is called Turned Up. Turned Up. Yeah. Which I would have remembered given three more seconds. I really would have. That's okay. Uh, I was there for the assist. That's right. Hey, That's I've done a sporting your show. thing, right? Yeah. Terribly. <laughs> no, you didn't you win one time? No, I came in second. Okay, in so Denver. that's pretty good. It was all charisma. That's no what rhyming. the show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's honestly what most of rap is, too. That's a great point. Like, Very true. Yeah. It's so much about energy and charisma. It really, it really is, yeah. Uh, I was, it was also the first time I drank after like a month of dieting. So I was, I was on one. Uh, <laughs> uh, we also have Miel Bredo joining us today. Hi. 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 What's up? What's up with you? What do you got going on? Miel, you're a stand-up, stand-up comedian, writer, foot late, late of vine. Oh. Late of vine. I, every time I hear that word now, just a little part of me dies. Popular on the vine application. Yeah. Very relevant. So well. Yeah. Very relevant right now. Now relegated to the dustbin of history yeah a career over before it already began mm-hmm. destined only to appear on this podcast occasionally yes i only exist that's... for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> i just disappear into the ether that's the right. moment i leave here did you just go to europe <laughs> yeah i just got back yeah. how was that uh it was the tits i went to amsterdam yeah paris and copenhagen oh wow and like no disrespect denmark but copenhagen uh not my fave. Boring, real uh, boring. Yeah. Is it boring in COVID? I only yeah. heard the well, best things. But when but... you you were just there just now, yeah, was Tivoli? Yeah, the, was it open? Yeah. Oh, see, it was closed when I was there. I went in March, which is like the one month when it's closed. This is their weird little theme park. Yeah, right? the theme which park inspired the second, Disneyland. It's yeah. the second oldest theme park in the world, so it does not sound and adorable. The first oldest is the Bible, <laughs> and it's right <laughs> in the middle of town. Yeah. Like you don't have to drive out to mm-hmm. you know here. You always got to drive out to some place. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, so yeah, it looked so charming. So when I was there, I would, I would like peer through the gates and some of the lights were still on. I was like, oh, it must be so much more interesting when that place is open. But it, apparently it's not. Well, here, listen, Tivoli was tight. Yeah. It was cheap. And I got to the front of every ride. Nice. But one of the rides in particular, I have no fear with rides. I'm down to try anything. I do Six Flags all the time. It's the best. Yeah. You're always jumping off of bridges just to yeah, see what totally. happens. That's Fuck not it. a ride. That's yeah. just dangerous. Yeah, yeah you know, ride. anything to uh, get me okay. going, you know. And I went on this one that's like a plane, okay, on like an, an axis that just spins around it. Wow. Which sounds, okay, pretty like basic, pedestrian oh, okay. plane ride. Yeah. Except then it starts going so unbelievably fast. Oh, no. That like the G-force of this ride is literally ripping your skin back off your face. Really? And then sustaining for like five minutes. Well, that's like my I favorite mean, type of ride. Four times longer than any ride I've ever been on. And you're just doing the same thing over and over and over. <laughs> that's like my favorite. I love those ones with that like stick you to the wall. Yeah. It's oh, going those so UFO far. ones? I yeah. like that too. Yeah. You should draft uh, You should draft rides. Oh, draft oh, an amusement park. Yeah. Oh, that was right. back to the after rides. <laughs> the only way I survived that ride was just by focusing on one part of the sky yeah. and breathing through it. Mm, that's spotting uh, in the dance <laughs> world. Literally, I, yeah. I I almost puked all over the 14-year-olds next to me who yeah. I'm fairly certain recognized me, which would have been that much worse if they like ran home to their friends. Oh, really? 
yeah. I rode next to that vine girl and she fucking barfed on my head. And I had no app to capture it with. <laughs> it's so true. So anyway, uh, Copenhagen was great. Yeah. Right. It was a great time. That's funny. <laughs> Copenhagen, least favorite. Amsterdam. I love Amsterdam. Oh, it was the best. Yeah. Uh, love Smoking Amsterdam. weed out in just like the it. middle of a park. They, in a foreign country is yeah. really, truly a special experience. There's a, f- a theme park out right outside Amsterdam also. Um, ah, I'm blanking on the name. Kukunov? It No, it's uh, that's the other thing that a lot of Disneyland is based on. Oh, All really? the dark rides. Yeah, because it's it, it's like a, a fairy-themed um, uh, theme park. Like a Cute. boat? Mm-hmm. Like fairy boats? No, no, like like sprites. That makes more sense. Giant you know, mushrooms like seven that up. you stand under and feel yes. small, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Amsterdam is great. The weed part is amazing, but just the city's so cute. Oh, yeah, it's canals. like a little fairy tale it's land. It's such a little fairy tale land. Yeah, it's cute. It reminds me of, this is going to be such a me thing to say, but this podcast is going to be a bunch of me things mm-hmm. to say. It reminds me of like Portland with architecture and history. Okay. But just everyone's on bicycles and friendly. I think you're sucking the Portland D a little hard. Sure, a yeah, little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Portland's morning. great. Don't and, get me wrong. And the uh, the it's it's canals instead of that great big river. So the little the little bridge is so cute. Right, you can just Tiny walk right over it, and you're done. Yeah. I'm right. Everyone agrees with me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, excellent. What uh, at Miel on Twitter? Do you have anything to promote? Anything no, coming up. Not really. Oh. Just continuously working and nothing that I can really brag about. Just continue. You've been doing videos on like YouTube and stuff now too, though, right? I've been yeah. seeing some of that. Yeah. I mean, do you promote that? I feel like yes, that's kind of weird to, to be like, watch my YouTube channel. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's weird if you say it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know voice. how to say no, it. No, use your regular voice. Yeah, don't turn into a grandpa. <laughs> watch my YouTube channel. Yes. It yeah. feels wrong. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> They'll what? fix it in post. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, what was the, he wasn't, oh God, Jonathan? He wasn't Jeffrey? Jeffrey. Yeah, that's it's my fucking my favorite favorites. thing. It's just this weird, uh, it's just like, it sounds like bragging. I'm sorry, you guys are so much more successful than me. I really should oh, be whatever. saying this. <laughs> but it's just this weird series I came up with that's like a woman starting to make some horrible wordplay on whatever beautiful thing she's looking about, how she's miserable and how she should have stayed at home. But like a socialite, like an older yeah. socialite. Yeah, she has lady. some weird, like, unplaceable, vaguely British accent, and she's like, you know, well, if I wanted to see ruins, I would have stayed in my last marriage, Jeffrey. And then she turns to her husband, presumably, to be like, why'd you take me here? And she realizes it's not her husband. <laughs> And then she scolds this man who was trying to take a picture of these beautiful ruins. And that's just, I've done it like 15 times. It's right up my alley. It's very difficult to explain. It is, but check Probably it out. Don't. Watch it. It's very funny. <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, Eliza Skinner, at Eliza Skinner, with that's an me. E on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, what, what's coming up with you? I'm going to be in Portland for Bridgetown next weekend. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, same here. Yeah, so come out and see me. Uh, I will have the Brat Battle with me. I'll mm-hmm. be doing that. Shit. I'm also doing a whole bunch of other fun shows. You can find that info on that website yeah on the bridgetown, bridgetown website. comedy i think bridgetown bridgetown comedy dot portland is like a more modern version American of amsterdam.com Amsterdam. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah you know it yeah all right well we should get we should get to the podcast oh what sure. do i have coming i'll be at bridgetown Yay. really yeah i'll be at the bridge <laughs> shut up i'll be at the bridgetown comedy festival doing uh doing stand-up comedy and various other things. I'm doing the goddamn comedy jam. Oh, oh I'm so jealous. Why I'm, don't they book me for that? It's crazy that you haven't been booked He's, for it. Sexism. Yeah, it's, it, it's really weird. Do you they, want to show up in an Ian suit and tear it off and then just mm-hmm. do my performance? Yep. Yeah, yes, okay, I do. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, so I'm doing, I'm doing that and uh, then stand up and we're doing this live podcast on Sunday at the, at the Bossa Nova Ballroom. Ooh. You can't buy tickets advance because it's part of the festival. If you have a pass, you can get in, but you can stand in line. There's tickets at the door. 
and I'm 100% sure you'll be able to get them. That's, That's going to be big so venue, fun. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a real big venue. So you'll be able to get in. Make sure you check that out in Portland on Sunday. Me recovering from a Molly hangover. It's going to be a hell of a podcast. Oh, I mean, that's true of you every day. Every single day. I do Molly every night now. Puts yeah. you to sleep. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. You know? <laughs> so let's get to the podcast. Today we are drafting parts of songs that give you goosebumps. But... Do some people say, do either of you say goose pimples? No. I gross. hate That's when people disgusting. say that. That's a goose that needs to be washed. Right? That's like I don't a gross like gutter all. punk goose with like a yeah. lip ring. Yeah. Because <laughs> a goose pimple doesn't have pus in it. It does. Yeah. A pimple inherently has pus but in it. But you've heard yeah. goose pimple, right? Not only by I you have, right now. but I don't That's like it. it. I don't like it either. I've it's, heard... yeah. It, and it also, it makes you think of like a, a plucked goose mm-hmm. specifically, whereas, mm-hmm. which I'm sure that's what Goosebumps is also, sure. but Goosebumps make, makes me think of a, a delightful YA series of um, books. R.L. Oh, spooky bo- books. Spooky books. To- spooky books. Spooky books. <laughs> <laughs> we just blew my first pick, so that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm guessing it's Midwestern. <laughs> was was, was a, a recorded audio version of R.L. Stein's yeah. The Night of the Living Stay Dummy Stay out of the too. basement, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it made, Goose Pebbles must be a Midwestern Yeah, thing. everything well, that's Weird. I'm like, mm, that's the Midwest. They're all pop, lutefisk, you yeah, know? Like, yeah. forget about that's it. That's all they say. <laughs> Pap. Marissa, the Canadian producer. Goose pimples or goosebumps? Goosebumps. Goosebumps. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Uh, okay, well, let's get to the let's get to the draft to determine the order of the draft, which is, again, a serpentine, <sighs> which means if you have the third pick in the first round, you have the first pick in the second round. <sighs> the two of you, Miel and Eliza, will play a game of rock, paper, scissors. Oh, no. You go on shoot. And whoever wins determines the order of the draft. Okay. Right, here we go. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, double Ooh. rocks. Let's do it again. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh. I smash her. Eliza smashes Miel's rock. And Eliza, you get to pick the draft order. All right. Uh, and which way does it start? Uh, do I determine pick. that? It can be. You well, can let's go make first, it second, clockwise. Third. Let's have it start with you. All right. Ian Carmel will go first, which means, and then, so you'll go second? Mm-hmm. Eliza's going to go nuts. second. And Miel Bredel, who specifically didn't want to go <laughs> first. first or third. I just don't want to pick third? two in a row. Yeah, oh, sorry. Several times. <laughs> That's <laughs> why you got to get your rock, paper, scissors game oh, I know. going. I fucked you should have practiced. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I've you been should... in training for weeks. Yeah. I assumed I saw... he would ask me to do this at some point. She was so. at the bouldering gym with a, uh, <laughs> yeah. with a notebook and some with my trainer. shears. You know, actually, I got my nose pierced by a rock, paper, scissors champion. Did uh, you really? True story. The second he told me that, I was like, oh, I trust you. You're going to yeah. do a great job. <laughs> Someone with good judgment. Yeah. Also who can like act decisively. Oh, yeah. Which you need when you're getting pierced. No, he mm-hmm. killed it. Yeah. Great needle through my nose hole. Good. I'm good. Needle through my nose hole. That sounds like a grunge <laughs> song from the 90s Please don't bit. blow my third pick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Like an like one of the bands that like only had like a year, you know, or like a like a like a Talking Heads lyric. Could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, R.I.P. Um, Jonathan Demme. Or who's the uh, in the bathroom? Like needle in the nose hole. So, uh, 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 just you and me. you guys know someone out there knows I know what I'm talking song. about. Not mm-hmm. the name or title. And you are something. Mm. It's. I think it's on the soundtrack to Gross Point Blank. Someone out there knows what I'm talking about. Knows Say I'm an idiot. it ain't so. I will not go. That's what you're thinking. Needle Joe, through the <laughs> nose hole. Needle through the nose hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm yeah, really sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of which, no. Bill <laughs> so, needle through the nose hole in your soul. No, okay. Yeah, I'm oh, not gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't pee. They might be It's almost like you freestyle. By the light switch. With a needle through the nose hole. Dorks. Nothing but dorks on today's podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the first pick of the parts of songs that give you goosebumps. Oh, God. 
All fantasy, everything. Okay. I have goosebumps right now. I do too. Mm. Wait. I'm so nervous. No, no, no. That's arm hair. All right. So mm-hmm. <laughs> with the first pick, I am going to take the part, the, the, the song, it's called Wake Up. The band is The Arcade Fire <laughs> from 2004 or 5, mm-hmm. I think is when it came out. And it's the, the, first of all, let me just say this. This is going to be, most of these are just like full bullshitty sort of drafts. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, like with parts of those songs that give you goosebumps. We're gonna, wildly personal. Sometimes it's wildly personal. Yeah, and it feels uh, upsettingly revealing. It does. Yeah. And I'm like now regretting I should have just been like some rap song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, lose yourself. Yeah. Uh, the first part, yeah. the second choice, and the second part of lose yourself. Every time he says mom spaghetti. Point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is, it's the, it's the part where uh, he says, hold, uh, children, wake up, hold your mistake up before they turn the summer into dust. Uh, if the children don't grow up, our bodies get bigger, but our hearts get torn up. We're just a million little gods causing rainstorms, turning every good thing to rust. And then he's like, I guess we'll just have to adjust. I can't sing the part. But then he just like goes right into it. That You know that song? Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that in Where the Wild Things Are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, well, it's definitely in the preview. Uh, yeah. The trailer, yeah. Um, that's really good. It's every that's time beautiful. I hear it, I'm just like, oh. Did you know, did you identify the words when you first heard it, or did you have to look it up and get that second goosebumps? I immediately got, I'm, uh, immediately identified. Well, actually, I I never knew there were just a million little gods causing rainstorms until this morning <gasps> when I looked it up. And it got me even Again. worse. Because I just heard the turning every good thing to rust. I guess we'll just have to adjust. That just feels like such a yeah. like apt description of like going from like the innocence of childhood into turning into an adult. God. And then when the, we're just a million little gods causing rainstorms, I was like, we do it to ourselves yeah. and to each other. Yeah. These uh, are grandiose thoughts. It really is. In a, an arcade fire song. I know. And it's such a, it's so anthemic, which for me is like, that's just like a bullet train to my heart. Yeah. Like anthems, songs where like a bunch of people sing at once and it feels like... And it's like, we're trying to be alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're just little people. We are. We're just doing our our best. Yeah. (laughs) Then the line, our bodies get bigger, but our hearts get torn up. Oof. Oh my God. Come on. It's, Get out of here with that. It's, I don't, yeah, I, that will. Uh, how are we supposed to go on? It, it's, <laughs> exactly. Uh, that, that makes me want to change what, well, okay. Well, uh, yeah, so that song, that is a song I will, if I, if it, if I, if it comes on, I'm like my mix on Spotify.com. Mm, are you Stop. sponsored? Uh, no. <laughs> Spotify, Stop. get on this. Yeah, get on it. Uh, at least give me the free, like, premium membership. Mm-hmm. But when that comes on in the car. I will sing along to it so hard because you don't have to have a good voice to do the like. <laughs> you just have to be into it. You just have yeah. to like commit. And I commit hard to the point where like after one full section of that, I'm like, I should I should stop for a second. Take a couple deep breaths. <laughs> I'm honestly. I'm going to crash. Yeah. I'm afraid that that's how I'll die is by singing Wake Up Too Hard in well, my car. But what a way to die. It would be a Can great way to die. Can you imagine your life slipping from your body as one? 
Oh, just coursing you into heaven. I hope that's what song plays. <laughs> that's like the waiting room music. Amen Maybe you heaven. go or to hell. heaven and the gates open yeah. and that song starts playing yeah. and you're like, oh. it truly is heaven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then it's just that what over if, and over again and yeah. like in three years, you're like, all right. Okay. What if instead it's for Galicious? Oh, I would also be okay with that. <laughs> Tell him Fergie. <laughs> you know what? Fergie gets fucking slept on. <laughs> is that your pick Eliza no. <laughs> but it's for, my pick for what will get, take my soul to heaven is <laughs> for delicious I love that's that that's a that, solid pick what's that yeah Fergie my body's so delicious where it's like that uh, you got me dripping stumbling clumsy yeah uh, clumsy clumsy cause I'm it's better than milf money way better than milf money <laughs> not as good as London Bridge I like it more than London Bridge. Mm. But I so think I think we're just drafting Fergie now. I think yeah. the public agrees with you. What's Glamorous? I'm going to have oh. to go with Glamorous. Oh, okay. Well, look, we each have our favorites. I, but that's we're just because like I'm flossy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just like that that beat is so cool. Like, boom, bink, boom, boom. It is. Yeah, and now we're way off track. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, so these songs will not be played on this, right? So we'll no, just... we'll hear, we'll, oh, I think we'll they, hear them. It we'll hear post- them. Oh, great. Okay, all right. Because I was like, should I just switch to lyrical things? No, 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 no. We'll definitely, yeah. If it's like key changes or whatever it is that gets you there, we'll definitely, we'll definitely hear them. All right. But that's my pick. Wake up by the arcade fire. It's a solid pick. Just feeling, just feeling all sorts of ways about getting older Mm. now, which seems to be happening at a later and later date. Mm -hmm. Wait, you're you're getting getting older and later? No, 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 no. My birthday moves one day back every year. Every day I wake up and I feel a little bit older than I did yesterday. Uh, No, I just mean like, I don't know if every generation felt like this, but it certainly seems like with our generation is that adulthood is the thing that happens next year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Do Do you mean to just gesture that perhaps we are the first generation to think we're getting older. I, no, 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 no. That, that we're like, not getting, that, that it's we're like, that we're, it's gonna, we're going to that get we're, old, that we're not currently getting older, but we're about to. That's I, probably like, true. We're yeah. so privileged, dude. We I, really, yeah, both privileged and burdened. Like, if you, if, if we didn't have like such crippling student loan debt and houses didn't, like the price of houses didn't fire up, Maybe I would be living in the suburbs with but like a wife like, and a kid. But we also didn't get sent you know? to war yet. So yeah. we get to we kind of got to stay kids for We're a long time. That. But <laughs> that's a good point too. Yeah. But I think that's how everybody always feels. I think every generation, so. you know, that's the cliche like you feel like you're 25 inside forever. Yeah. Um I one of the can I talk about one that I'm not picking for this in reaction to that? I think so. Uh, Unless, yeah. I considered sending the clowns by the Glennis Johns oh. version because it was originally written for Glennis Johns. I didn't know uh, that. I had to Google Glennis Johns to find that. Um but it was it, what I love about Sondheim is he takes people's voices and he doesn't blame them, he just writes for them. Yeah. And so it's that's why it's these little short phrases, isn't it rich? Aren't we a pair? Yeah, with But that song is all about the the like that you like, I was listening to it and I'm like, this gets me, doesn't get me enough, but like, it gets me because it's not, um, it, it talks about how as you grow older, you don't get better at love. Yeah. You just get the same and maybe stupider. <sighs> and I was like, we're never gonna figure oh this out, God. humans. I felt that so hard. I just got yeah. goosebumps from your description of it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. you know what it's like? It's like that Halsey Chainsmoker song. Right. <laughs> we ain't never getting older. Yeah. You know? Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, Tales Old as Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many different songs can we reference? Okay. Um, I mean, none of these count as picks. No, so back to picks. our picks. Unless somebody wanted to take that Halsey. What if somebody did? What 
is no, up with Halsey? I'm choosing the cold no, play. Halsey seems fine, but the chain smokers get out of here. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like trying to remember the other chain smoker song to be like, well, the one yeah. that really gets me. No, yeah. that's yeah. the cold play one. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my fourth pick. What's their album called? It's like it's memories do not open. It's called like don't hang out with these guys when you're too drunk at a party because they're definitely going to do something bad. Yes, that is exactly the vibe. Yep, you just fucking nailed that vibe. Their their album is called uh, "Whoops, I I didn't mean to send you that dick pic. I was going to send that to someone else. That was a joke. But what do you think?" I'm really sorry for screaming into the microphone. Oh, uh, we're all such fools. Uh, we we'll are. send They're... in the clowns. Um, yeah. oh, okay. All right, Eliza Scanner with a second pick. Second pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it back. Yep. Let's take the heat off. We're still getting goosebumps. We're take, taking this emo heat off. Okay. Emo I'm gonna go heat. with the Baker Street horn. Oh shit! <laughs> That's so good. But that that it just jams. I'm just like Jerry I do Rafferty. songs. Yeah, I do songs like drugs. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, you listen to li- a bunch. Well, yes, tons. <laughs> and until my family's like, "You're not allowed to do that anymore," and I, I'm like, "You don't know me." You're hurting um, yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Like, there's certain songs that they just. Like they just trigger some feeling in me so strongly, and I think that I assume that's how everybody is, yes. right? Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Um, and you're like, ooh, you yeah. I want to, I want to dig a hit of that Baker Street for real. <laughs> that is, that cool. is like a hit. That's like it's really strong. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got, I got shit to do. I don't know if I can listen yeah. to Baker Street right yeah. now. Oh, I'll sink right into it. God. Yeah. It all that time builds when, up to it too. When I was at my desk at the Late Late Show, and people were like, "Oh, has this working really hard on something?" Always just listening to Baker Street <laughs> <laughs> every day, all day. Just getting fucked up on Baker Street. Eliza, do your jokes in for emoji? Huh, what? She's, she's obviously in the middle of something. Uh, yeah, no, I'm working hard on something. It's a, it's an inappropriate rap music. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's for Chris Pine. Yeah. Chris, it's the Battle of the Chris. Yeah, it's a parody. Chris of Pratt, Baker Chris Street. Pine. No, it's just Baker Street. Yeah. I love Baker Street so much. It's. I have no idea what this song is about. You know what I love about that song is the rest of it is so. It's just real calm. Baker Street. I don't know this song. Oh, it's you all for right. sure do. I've heard the the the, the solo you just sang, the horn section, and I don't know any of the rest of it. Is there singing in it? Yeah. I love the words. You're crying now. Oh shit. Jerry Rafferty. Rafferty. Who the fuck is that? Exactly. He's the guy who does Baker Street. It's like a circular question. Yeah, you should have been here for the one-hit wonders. That's a fucking. I wonder if that choice. is a one-hit wonder. I don't know. I don't know either. It's a fucking hit. Yeah, it's I a hope banger. It was a hit. Oh man, that's it a is. good. It's still a hit. The build-up gets you anytime. But man. I love how the rest of the song is ba- is placid and really and, even. But mm-hmm. that's why it gives you goosebumps. Yeah, because yeah. it and comes then, out of fucking nowhere. Right. <laughs> and then the dub bass drops. And then yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> the sax drop way before EMD music. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Get that sax drop in there. <laughs> it's like this is a this is a very crude comparison. 
But is it a sex thing? It's a it's a penis thing. <laughs> right? Okay. But some you the know some dudes will like earth. I trim I trim the pubes so it makes the my dick look bigger. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. So this song, they yeah, basically it trims the pubes. It musically trims the pubes, <laughs> yeah. and then the sax solo, which was already a huge dick by Just the way, a big sweaty dick because yeah. it already was. <laughs> But it's, it looks even bigger because mm-hmm. the rest of the song. If the rest now of the I'm song would, scared of the sax solo, it's too big. It's too I don't know big. if it can fit. It's like good for you, but like, yeah. Yeah, 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 maybe once. Front but stuff only. If the rest of the song would have been like tubas and big drums and stuff, yeah, like it would have been like calm down. Yeah, the sax solo wouldn't have like been, but like the rest no. of it is just like it all is built around is the yeah. tent pole. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, I'm thinking about fucking a sax now. That yeah. was way too oh. that, I feel like this song is why sax was sexy in the eighties. There's Ooh, no yeah. real other reason. You I mean, it's definitely not. Yeah. It's definitely not Lost Boys. No, because um, that I think is what people normally point to. But that came after, man. right? It well, came after, but also, but now like looking back, really oh, yeah. the sexy yeah, sex. That's that. that that's a sexy. sexy. Yeah, yeah. That, that probably yeah. came out first though. Baker Street, right? Baker Street. Did, yeah, yeah so I think go. it was like yeah. actually late seventies. Shit. But, yeah, it, uh, the sax had got way too much. Sex in the it 80s. Did. It did really it though? Did. I mean, like, sex, sex, you know. Yeah. Maybe it was meant to be. Yeah. There was a point where Kenneth G oh. was, was sexy. Do you know Kenneth? You know Kenneth G? Kenneth G. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from my elementary school class. Kenneth G. We had yeah. four Kenneths. So there was Kenneth G, <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth P, <laughs> Kenneth L, and Kenneth Jack R. And Czechoslovakian Kenneth. Who, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, big Kenneth. Yeah, big Kenneth. <laughs> big Kenneth. Big Kenny. Uh, oh, there was Kenny also. Oh yeah, the Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Ken Kenward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar. You went to grade school with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Kenneth G, who now plays on air, air airliners. Yeah, he just plays. <laughs> That's what airliners. <laughs> Kenneth G takes to the sky. Wave for the for the people, Kenneth. There he is. Say hello, everyone. That seemed way meaner to me than any of the other incidents reported. Which was Kenny G busting Being out the forced op- to listen to Kenny G on your flight. Man. I mean, it's not as bad as getting you two for you, yeah, you two forced, forced on your, on your um, phone? phone. Yeah, that's true. That popped you know up what? in my shuffle the other yet, day, and I was like, I guess we'll just have to adjust. <laughs> so yeah, Baker Street. That's my pick. That's that a strong, is an am- amazing pick. Thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, Miel Bredo. Oh it is my time god! For, it is time for your first pick, the third pick. Yeah, I've, I, I, oh, fuck! I can't have to choose two in a row right now because mm-hmm. every choice is such like an emotional burden. <laughs> I haven't been saying anything this whole time because I'm just so anxious. We can burn some sage in between your picks if you want. Yeah, honestly, I feel like I need to air it out for yeah. a qu- okay. Um, oh, all right, oh, okay. I think I have to just like a little backstory first. Mm. I need. I'm trying to diversify my picks because mm. if I truly went for what gave me like the most goosebumps, I think they would all be musical theater. And it's That's kind of allowed. an unfair. It's a safe space for them. I but it's kind of musical theater. If for me, I feel like it's kind of an unfair advantage because musical theater inherently has a whole storyline. So it might not sure. just be the musical goosebumps that you're really reacting to. It might be a story arc. It might be a story arc. Yeah. It might be a performance thing. So I was like, I'm only allowing myself one. Performance things count. I think, I think they so- do. I agree, but everybody, you got y'all got to play by your own rule book. So I respect. For my I respect rules, it. I'm like I'm gonna allow myself one. Yeah, and that made it extremely hard because I'm a fucking theater kid. So yeah. I was like, okay, but if there's one fucking song that every single time I hear it, and I I don't even know if I can choose one part. I think I can. Okay, it would be I am telling you, the Jennifer Holiday version from fucking Dreamgirls. Oh yeah. When she gets up there, and if anyone, she... by the way, is questioning the version that you've chosen, you can just turn off this podcast right now and walk into the ocean because no one needs you. 
Honestly, you're not speaking harshly. That's a fact. No, it's just a fact. I just wanted to support you on if that. If you ever, if you don't know it, look up a, like a YouTube video Ooh. of her performing yes. it. Yes. There's, oh there's a, her Tony performance is very easy to find on YouTube. Oh my God. Oh my God. Honestly, I get like, honestly, right now, all my hair is standing up thinking about her going... And she's fucking shaking. I mean, her whole body is in this right now. And then at the end, she's given it everything. She's fucking doubled over from just singing. Like, I don't know how else to describe yeah. this. And then she's like, You're gonna She just lets it go and she goes even and it's fucking not high. a pretty note it's not a pretty note but it because it's not a pretty moment it's, it's not like it means it's like it's like an ugly cry she's saying you're gonna love me to the person who's leaving her i mean you're like i mean I'm, it's just i can't i'm fucking speechless about this moment and this goddamn song i i can't think of a song that more adequately gives you goosebumps than this fucking song i just googled a picture i just googled it and seeing the picture of her singing it mid sang yeah. like you said with yeah. an a oh my god it got me a little goosebumps i mean imagine being the person she sings that to every can night. you and that, oh, that like, actor too the, her counterpart in that scene just has to stand there looking at she her just screams at him what do you do um <laughs> do you think about like <laughs> I mean, I just like every part of it. You're like, I can't watch this. <laughs> Even if you're in a happy relationship, no. it makes you just be like, like want, almost want to be in a bad relationship. Yeah. right? Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Because you're just, <laughs> you feel it. You yeah. can't, I don't care if you've never, if you're fucking celibate, you've watched this moment and you're like, I know, I fucking know. <laughs> uh, I used to have a, an assignment. I used to teach musical improv and one of the assignments was for the students to go and watch Tony performances. And I gave them a, sp a few specific ones to watch. And this was one of them. And I had one student once who went and watched them at the public library. And so he has his little headphones in the library and he's, and he starts this video and somebody walking by taps him and is like, is that Jennifer Holiday singing? <laughs> and I'm not going. Uh, and I'm telling you. And he was like, yeah. And the guy like sat down and watched it with him. I was like, really? I love this. Oh, I love oh, this. Yeah. It's like if you it's can that watch universal. that and not feel something, that's the test of a true sociopath. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's just a physical reaction. I think it's called frisian. <laughs> <laughs> it fucks me up every time. And I know that it's bad because when I was like rehearsing my list, <laughs> if <Yeah>. you will, <laughs> I was like researching. I watched the Tony performance just to remind myself. <laughs> And my boyfriend, who is completely not into musical theater, in yeah. fact, I would say he's anti into musical theater, sat down and he walked watched... by with a football helmet on and a tennis racket, right? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. yeah, he walks. Uh... Got to go do important stuff, babe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. He walks up and he just sat down and he watched the entire performance and did not say a fucking word. Yeah. And there's a couple moments where it drags. Right, sat there, dead eyes glued to the screen, and by the end of it, he was weeping. And I was like, that is the power of this performance. So I want that. I'm drafting that fucking point. Wow. You got it. Thank you so much for letting me have this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, Jennifer Holland, and then Jennifer Hudson did it later, right? She did she it did. good. She did she it did. good. But she did it. It, she did it well, but there's just no one can can touch that Jennifer Holiday. Yeah, I mean, I I'm pretty sure it was written for Jennifer Holiday. It was um. Oh God, Henry Krieger wrote it, and that when she was original cast. So yeah, I think it's pretty. It was it was written for her, and kind of like I was saying with the Stephen Sondheim thing. It's just like 
they were able to use every aspect of mm-hmm. her and what she can do and her performance and her voice and just bring it out in the song. And it's song. so technically difficult. Yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. I can't approach any of these songs. I don't know. It's pretty that. easy to karaoke. A lot of people do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that's a whole nother thing. And I'm sure, Eliza, you're the same way. Like, if you know how hard that is, yeah. you you almost have a whole nother way to get goosebumps. You're watching like a master at work. You yeah. know that when someone's singing that. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like watching Russell Westbrook dunk. Exactly like that, right? Exactly like that. Yeah, babe. Yeah. <laughs> Totes. Oh, I see what this is. You get it. Yeah. So. You get it. <laughs> this is sort of like when the New England Patriots intercepted that uh, pass on the one-yard line. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Are we talking about planes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I fuck with trains. Yeah. For sure, yeah. I get that, bro. Fucking <laughs> choo-choo, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I love trains. <laughs> uh, amazing. Part of Dream Girls. that's definitely a goosebumps ass song. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about it, as I have not seen this performance yet. <laughs> Oof, you're in for a treat. <laughs> Immediately after recording this, watch that video. I don't know if I'm an emotional place for it. <laughs> That's, That's fair. fair. Totally I might, yeah, fair. I might need to go home and pour Mm-mm. like yeah. a bottle of wine. No, you can't. You can't yeah. see it yet. Yeah, I need a week or two. Oh man, maybe after Bridgetown. Oh, uh, I cannot believe I have to go again right now. I know. I know. <laughs> I will never forgive you for this. <laughs> my mad genius. You sound a lot like Wario when you do this. Oh, thank you. That's what my mom <laughs> says. <laughs> um, okay. 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 I am gonna. I'm gonna choose my pick for my second pick that I feel like is a good transition pick. Okay. I want a good segue. I want this to be like a coherent list. Sure. Some cohesion there. So I'm going to go Prince. Mm. Mm. And I had tossed around this for a long time, but I'm ultimately settling on Kiss. Oh. Mm. And if I may, there are two moments in the song. Mm. I would choose one over the other if we can only draft one part. Mm-hmm. But then I would give the honorable mention to the very beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that noise. Oh God. And yeah. if you, you kind of, Maybe imagine it as just like an uh, but if you really listen to it, it's uh. Yeah, he yeah. can. Oh, he comes right yeah. at the top of the <laughs> Fully yeah. into the microphone. He needs only a moment to get back into the song. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he started, you know, the whole process of coming only from like, the good. Yeah, he that's how I Because he knew how song that was yeah. good the song was about to be. Yeah, exactly. It's like, a, what's his fucking face run Jeremy and porn? How he can just like come on command, I think. Prince can come from... Can Ron from... Jeremy do that? That's yeah, that's why you're not allowed to say, come to Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his rider. <laughs> <laughs> no, again. Stop doing that, kids. Now I gotta go home and change my pants again. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my God. That's how, if he's ever in front of you in line at like a Disneyland or Antiques Roadshow, just yell, come. And there you're up, one extra person. <laughs> can we tweet come at him? Do you think that would work? <laughs> he Damn is, it. He can't be on social media. <laughs> Just fucking ruined his pants. I'm trying to read a book, you dang kids. <laughs> um, oh, well, when that maybe... butterfly song by Crazy Town came out, he was—he couldn't even see in public. <laughs> Is that come come lady? Come 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 oh, twice in a row. <laughs> <laughs> it was like thinner happened to him. He just kept getting smaller and smaller. His balls just absorbed into his body. Oh, that's the stupidest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, yeah. that's is that true? <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> but similar to that legend, I think Prince maybe just he started getting kind of horny yeah. at the top of the four notes of guitar and then fully came by the end cuz that just yeah. seems like Prince to me. And so it really just, is kind of a Yeah, it's, it's not kind of a weird cute... simpy noise when you think when yeah, you no, think about it because it's, it's Prince. It's very yeah. vulnerable. It's not like a, like a, 
Uh, it's like yeah. a talk, talk about an exercise in confidence and charisma. Oh, oh God. Prince God. was like, this is exactly how somebody's supposed to be. And we were all like, dang it, he's right. And that's why, <laughs> that's why that part gives me goosebumps as well. Because you're just like, oh, my God. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay. Like, yeah. It's this confidence thing. And also, it's like so sexy because Prince is just like the most fuckable person. Well, previously, I should say. Yeah. The most fuckable person in the world. But even for six months after, he was uh, in the top 100. Parade is a is an amazing album. That's what that's That's from Parade, right? I don't know. I believe it is, uh, which was the soundtrack to Under the Cherry Moon. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, it also has uh, that, that Sometimes It Snows in April, mm. which is another kind of um, goosebumpy song. Oh, yeah. But the uh, part. Sad goosebumpy. The part that really gives me the goosebumps is after the bridge, right? Action mm-hmm. Name Not Your Shoe Says, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then he drops it down a whole octave to go, yeah. <laughs> and he fucking comes yeah. all the way up. To full on screaming, whereas in the previous parts of the same section, he was kind of more like a head voice, like a falsetto. Yeah. Last part, he just comes into a full screen, and then the real best part. Fucking shrieking. All stank. Oh my god. I can't listen to that and not like, honestly. One tear falls out of my right eye every time. And I listen to that song a lot. It It fucks up my makeup constantly. It's, it's the, like putting a bouquet in a blender and just like, yeah, with a yes, fork. It's like, yes, yes. It's beautiful, but it's so yeah. It's a beautiful assault. Yeah, and really, yeah. How he resolves, what does he do? He drops it all the way back down to his low register. He's like, kiss. And you're just like, oh my God, I feel like he came again yeah, at yeah. the end of the song. Because I certainly fucking did. Then he goes make some pancakes. Yeah, and then yeah. he's just like, Cool. So, um, what do you want to do today? Like, yeah. you're just like, what the fuck, Prince? <laughs> Every time you think you found a shitty Prince song or like a lukewarm Prince song, like, listen to it again, and you'll be like, oh fuck, wait, I just didn't I meant yeah. genius. I mm-hmm. meant that that was the best song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, uh, like, oh, no, I was my wrong. Favorite now. Ugh, they're so he's. It's ridiculous. I yeah, I fuck I went with through that a real cream hard. phase recently. Cream, get on top. <laughs> cream. Yep. Cream yeah. shabu That's another Prince song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, I it, first it thought you meant like, the band cream. No, no one goes through a cream <laughs> phase like, no. or a bread phase. But Bat Dance, oh, like, yeah. that's real garbage. And then you listen to it again, you're like, you know what? I fucking Is it? love it. I yeah. love it. It's the best you could do with an officially licensed yeah. Batman Vic, song. Vicky Vale. Yeah. Vicky Vale. And, the, uh, and you know, I think even if it is a horrible song objectively, Knowing that it's Prince already makes it less horrible. Bad dance. Yeah. yeah. What's well, the confidence thing? It's yeah. you're like Prince wouldn't fuck up. And he's fucking trying something. Yeah. Such a weird like I don't know. Stack that next to the your your Dick Tracy Madonna album. Yeah. Is think, there anyone who's doing, taking more chances? Is there, there anyone doing that right now where we're like, go ahead and be weird and we'll bear with you? Maybe Lady Gaga. Yeah. Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, yeah I guess so, yeah. But even then, I feel like she's still not quite at Prince level of like freak flag. Well, and you know what? I'll change my next. Are you? No, I thought that was my. Se- I'm done for a while. I'll switch my, my list a little bit. Okay, cool. Uh, and as far as and answer your question, Eliza said it's getting <clears throat> second pick. Second pick, uh, Nicki Minaj's breakdown in Anaconda. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Uh, are, are you skinny bitches? When she's when she's just like. When she gets really like, weird, I'm yeah. just like, fucking yeah, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. You just make sounds and it's good enough. She does. Yeah. You aren't like, I should write something for this part. You're no. like, no, just me. Just it's so visceral and like, uh, like 
I don't want to say female, but like womanly. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. The It has made me cry before. Oh. <laughs> like, she's so her. Yeah. She's just being her. I love it. I she's, love it. She's so, she's so good at that just weird and stuff it's she got like an evil stuff, laugh in there. It's stuff that doesn't have to go through your brain to make sense. It's just right from your ears to your brain stem. Yeah, yeah it's And it's like, primal. it's just ears, us. You ears, stay up there. We don't need you. Ears uh-huh. to butt. Yeah. Ears, ears to, to butt. butt. It's, it's, she makes ears to butt music. It's yep. true, though. It's just like you hear a sound or like a, a certain cadence and you're just like, ooh, what's happening? Yep. I feel it. I don't even have to know what the fuck she's talking yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. It just rides the beat in such a atypical way there, too. Yeah. Where it's just like fuck the traditional, you know, uh, rhyme structure. Yeah, the, the, yeah she, yeah. she sort of All syncopates it. All you skinny bitches it. in the club. Fuck the skinny bitches. Fuck the skinny bitches in the club. I wanna see all the big fat ass bitches in the motherfucking club. Fuck you if you skinny bitches. What? Right, that yeah. part? Yeah. Uh-huh. That mm. is awesome. And she drops it in the middle of this like huge pop song too. Yep. Cause she does make you yeah. know she, you she should still be like making your ass like making your ass dance there yeah. and she was like nah you know what I'm gonna do this for Fuck a second it, yeah. whatever I love that she, the weird alien voices she does and oh. all that stuff too I another, she plays three different characters on that one verse in Monster you know I, it's like she oh, really wow. she gets my spine yeah. she or ears to butt she like. Like uh, when I, I've I've cried at way too many Nicki Minaj songs that are not meant for crying. Pound the alarm, uh, like with the with the um, I'm a I'm a bad bitch no muzzle. Like I can I almost can't say I'm a bad bitch no muzzle without getting choked up, which is a ridiculous thing. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah. I am I'm a bad bitch no fucking muzzle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's yeah. what if I, I I mean certainly yeah. it's not my place to comment on it. But it's nice that there can be that message without, like, the haughtiness that is traditionally. Yeah. With the way people need to, like, communicate that message from, like, a platform. It can, like, yeah. that it's in the middle of a fucking, like, yeah. dope-ass pop song. Bottle, sip, bottle, guzzle, I'm a bad bitch, no muzzle. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what did you say? Um, and bees in the trap. Like, oh. bitches ain't shit in the ain't. Okay, I mean, I could just do a whole Nicki Minaj thing. But yeah. that but this that part of Anaconda, I feel like, is just a, a really... Uh, uh, like boiled down part of it, a version of, yeah. of that best part of her. She and that's why it's so when she doesn't get included, when people don't include her in like the best rappers oh, it's alive list, it's ridiculous because it's. It, how are you measuring that? Is well, really that's what I exactly because people get into like the like I don't know like words per minute or how dexterous okay, so their what, rhymes Watsky's are. Watsky's the best rapper of all time. Right, what are you trying exactly. to fucking tell me? Just yeah. if they if they speak to your soul, that's what it is. Well, and people for me. also are, are always like, well, but she didn't. She doesn't write it. Uh, she. J- She's secretly not writing it. Which okay, first of all, that's what people always say about women. Yep. Yes. Like w- a woman writes or creates something remarkable. It must have been a man secretly did it. Yeah. Yes. Even Rally Mock, like crabs in the barrel type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Even uh, second of all, uh, even the places in which that is true, uh, what artist is that not fucking true? Yeah. Of? That's like the entire history of music. Everybody has had other people years. writing. Some of their, if not all of their songs. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, I mean, nobody is writing all of Nicki Minaj's songs, but like, that's part You're of it. You're also just totally discarding the entire skillman, skillmanship, sure, um, of having to actually perform yeah. that. Yeah. It's insane to keep that rhythm yeah. and to, to be able to fucking enunciate any of those words. Are you kidding? Yeah. Like, I've tried to do this monster at home in my, like, bedroom, and I fuck it up half the time. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. doing that in front of a stage when you're dancing and shit? No, you have to be Adele. I mean, uh, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I hate that. There's one of those memes that'll go around, and that people love to do it with, like, Beyonce, right? 
with a oh, list like the who, 14 songwriters. It's the it's Beyonce versus Beck. Yeah. That they were like, uh, this is how many people created the Beck album. Just yeah. one, Beck. This is how many people created Beyonce, Beyonce album. Yeah. It's called um, Money. Well, <laughs> and it's also, why is it not good to be able to collaborate with people? Right, who it's cares? a very traditionally feminine thing to create art through collaboration. Yeah. And so it's, I think, really low-key misogynistic to it's shit on people fully. for it. Plus, and when have you been sitting there like, how many people were involved in this? Yeah. <laughs> well, also like, yeah, maybe yeah, nobody like, wants, just... is it, are, Beck, you proud nobody wants to work with you? Yeah. Well, like, I can't be in a studio with not, that guy. Well, not Beck even didn't comparable. ask anyone to make yeah. that list, right? Yeah. It's always, 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 like you can't compare those two because Beck is a singer-songwriter. Beyonce is a singer. Yeah. So of course she's uh, going to have uh, Beyonce songwriters. Beyonce is a force. Of course. No, of, she's course. A, yeah. <laughs> of course. And like even the writing credits she gets are, I mean, from my music insider knowledge, mostly undeserved. She gets that. It's part of her contract. If you want to sell Beyonce a song, she has to get a writing credit. But Beck, that's his whole skillmanship. Is yeah. he as good of a singer? No. But he can write some pretty good songs, I guess. So like to try to compare the two by number of writers. Yeah. Okay, compare them by singing ability. Like, and, what the fuck are you doing? And no one's stopping Beck from working with Sway Lee yeah. from Ray Schrambert. Like, fine, I'm go sure ahead. He and bring did him on that board. terrible fucking song he just released. Oh, I haven't heard it. Well, it sounds like Miley Cyrus. It's very Beck's weird. Beck's a big fan of this podcast, Miel. So um, you know what? He listens to it in his weird vegan castle. Beck, Scientology yeah. castle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what. It is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> vegan. Vegan stuff. Something weird in Hollywood. Uh, crystals? Is it crystals? Houses? It's ghost crystals. What is ghost crystals? His his um uh, palace. It's made it's, of ghost crystals. It's made of ghost crystals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're really spicy, right? They spicy, mm-hmm. ghost crystals. Yeah, they're the spiciest kind. <laughs> yeah, you bet. They're the spiciest ghost crystals. <laughs> Thank you for understanding uh, what I was saying. But yeah, Nicki Minaj is fucking, she's so great. That's yeah. such a great pick for so many reasons. That is. Thank you. Thanks, I've never guys. even thought of that. She just tears in this shit. This, and like you said, there's so many different Nicki Minaj ones you can have. Her, I hope no, I mean, maybe, is that okay? We already talked about okay. it. Okay. Her on Monster. Yeah. What a just, you, just Getting an opportunity and fucking murdering us. I'd, I'd heard other songs by her yeah. before that, like that. Uh, God, what was that first song with a massive attack? Mm-hmm. I remember when that first song first came out. And that was the first time I heard about Nicki Minaj. And then, but to be on like that verse and just like sun everybody else mm-hmm. on that song. Who were like the biggest names in rap at the time, like Kanye and Rick Ross and Jay Z, whose gotta, verse was so fucking it was bad. So bad. You got to be able to do it better All backwards and heels. Right, you're a woman. You can't you can't do it as well as men. You have to be able to do it better than men. And she so much better. Yeah, yep. and Jay Z helped her out by doing just like let me start my verse by bar. naming monsters. <laughs> and then my Achilles the heel. monsters to her before my verse. <laughs> Achilles is not a fucking monster. No, my Achilles heel. Yeah. And also, Love. like, he like tries to make it a little like storyline, and you're like, "That's not what this is about." Yeah. yeah, don't do that. It was so bad. Just do work. Just do what Rick Ross did, and be like, "All I hear is rumbles." <laughs> <laughs> I loved Rick Ross's verse. I loved just because of the fat motherfucker. Now guess who's in trouble? I'm like, thank you, Curvy Boys. <laughs> thank you for representing the Curvy Boys. Shout out to David Borey. Who I think, uh, uh, yeah, David Borey, I think, is, was like detained by Canadian officials. Oh, <laughs> really? Right now? College oh, no. somewhere in uh, in in upstate oh, New no. York. He's fine. He didn't get arrested, but I think they just like held on to him for too long. And probably because uh, they liked him. Probably they probably did. Can we keep you? Yeah, they were just like throwing <laughs> shit at him. Like, what do you think about maple syrup? He's like, yo, uh, <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sean Jordan, who is in uh, Austin, Texas, right now with Ooh. Doug Benson. Shout out to Ooh. friend of the program, Doug Benson. Ooh, they're just sampling BBQs. I think they are. They're doing a little BBQ samps. <laughs> Uh, a couple of scamps doing samps over there in Austin, Is that their Texas. Food Network show? Yeah, scamps and samps. It's a good idea. Yeah. They just go to Costco. Mm-hmm. 
They collect uh, samples and then uh, make something else with them. Yeah. Oh my it's god! A, it's wait, a, it's sample. Have you chalk. pitched this no. to Guy Fieri? Well, that's like an <laughs> idea that they would buy. What? Oh, like, what are you doing? Like tiny little rap show. Some, what's like chalk? Uh, making TV gold. I it's can't like, stop. I guess. Like <laughs> grocery store uh, patent pending for Liza Skinner. By the way, mm-hmm. it's like TV. It's like it would, but it's like Costco chopped. Yeah. Yeah. We can do it. We'll get a Sam Slam. I don't know. Just fitballing. We'll go to Costco. And th- th- that'll be our strike project. Costco will sponsor it, too. Do, you, do either of your parents call it Costker? No. Oh, God, no. Oh, just Sue Carmel. Shout out to Sue Carmel. Is Sue from Portland? St. Sue Carmel? She is, yeah. So where's your accent from, then? Father. Where's yeah. he from? Father. <laughs> Brooklyn. <laughs> Father. He's from Coney Island. Yeah, oh, my, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. Because I'm like, I'm also from the Northwest, and I do not have this accent. <laughs> He's from, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's from the Jewish part of New York, which is already the Jewish part of the country. <laughs> Uh, my dad calls it Costco. Costco. Is he British or yes. he's just eccentric? No, yes. We have to go get quiches at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> what if he wasn't British and that was the one word he it, said? Yeah, like and that. he was like, Eliza, what are you doing? We're so glad you're home. Do you want to go to Costco? Just the Costco part. Yeah. You know, so well, my... It's like how parents turn French when they say Target. No, I was going to say mm. Fragile. Yeah, yeah, Fragile. I'm like, yeah. yeah, we saw a Christmas story together. It's not original. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know it's one weird thing like that that I did to myself. I always knew <laughs> had the word uh, epitome. Yes. Like was, you epitome? Was epitome. I knew mm-hmm. from like a youth and then I read it once. I'm like, it looks like epitome. Uh-huh. And then like for a couple like, years lingerie. I would confuse the two. I'd be like, yeah. epitome. You Fuck. fucked yourself up. Yeah. I do that with hyperbole still. Oh, I have the hyperbole. <laughs> I have had people refer to Sieg's to me. Sieg's? Sieg's? You know, between two different jokes, a Sieg. Oh my oh, god. Oh no. Yeah. Um, and I had a friend who thought there were that there were two different things. There was lingerie, yeah. and then there was also lingerie. <laughs> what did they think lingerie was? Um, I was like was? that with horse divorce and hors d'oeuvres. kind of lingerie, I guess. But <laughs> no, it's lingerie when it's just shittier underwear. Well, it just it sticks around longer. It lingeries. <laughs> lingeries, yeah. That's what the, the cranberries, uh, that's the underwear they have to wear. <laughs> have to let it lingeries. Now I'm such a fool for you. Which is my fifth pick. Mm, that wouldn't be a bad one. Do you have to... This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Wondery. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series from shows like Kid Nation, CBS is weird, like Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town. Sounds insane. Uh, To The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. Also sounds insane. On each episode of Wondry's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, the big flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem, the women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow the big flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus. This episode of All Fantasy Everything is brought to you by Policy Genius. Uh, now, something you can really do for your family this spring, something you want to do. Sure, you want to go get in shape. You want to learn how to do the splits. You know, you got to redo the bathroom. One thing you can do, <laughs> that's all me, by the way. I want to learn how to do the splits. Shopping for life insurance with Policy Genius uh, as part of your financial planning for the year. Getting life insurance just means that you have a peace of mind. So if something's going to happen to you, if it were to happen to you, your family can cover the expenses while getting back on their feet. That's what life insurance is for. And luckily, Policy Genius helps you compare your options from top life insurance companies and their team of licensed experts. They're on hand just to kind of talk you through it. So I have life insurance through no effort of my own. My wife did everything as she does, but I was sort of on the sidelines of the project. And it, it was such a hard thing she had to do. She had to go through and compare everything, find all the quotes herself. But it helps me sleep tremendously, especially now that we have a kid. Also, it's, it's a bummer to talk about, but once you get it out of the way, you don't have to talk about it again. And that's where Policy Genius comes in. They make it the easiest and quickest possible situation you can have. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents, technology that makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurers, just a few clicks, you're going to find the lowest price. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams, which, you know, I've always wanted to avoid unnecessary medical exams. Nothing new for your boy. So if that sounds like something you're into, Policy Genius can get it done. They also work for you, not the insurers. That means they don't have uh, some sort of quota they got to meet. They're not hitting like bonus numbers or anything. They just want you to get the best quote possible and the best insurance for you. So they're out for you, not the insurance companies, which I'll let you boy. That's what we're looking for. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Uh, my second pick. Oh, here we go. Uh, I am, I am going to go, I am going to go back to the world of hip hop. Yeah. And I'm going to take the notorious B.I.G. is the artist. The song is juicy and it's, 
It's first. It's were you gonna take it? No, but I love oh, it. I'm so excited it about is, this. It's the the part. It's first of all. It's personally the whole song. Ah, uh, come on. For me. Yeah, for the sure. The whole song. I I didn't even listen to it this morning while I was getting ready for this podcast you because just knew it well you knew. I knew it, and I save it. I savor it. Like it's you don't want to break it. Yeah, I don't, don't want to break it because I only listen to it after I get really good news. What's the part? You're killing really nice me. Out. I'll tell you in a second. The the yeah. The last time I listened to it was like after I taped my pilot, and I think the first time or the last time before that was like when they told me I'll listen oh, to it two maybe three times a year. I want to listen to it from now on. That sounds like the best it's way to listen to it. I really like this is about me. Exactly. It's such a it's such a come up song. Yep. It's such like a glory yep. like. Like, I fucking made it. I did it. I did a thing. You that's know? the way I eat donuts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a great way to eat donuts. I got to get on that track with donuts. Uh, I, I remember when I got into Montreal and I got the phone call. Mm-hmm. I was driving over the Burnside Bridge in Little Amsterdam, a.k.a. Portland, Oregon. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> It'll stick eventually. And I was driving uh, driving over the Burnside Bridge and I got the phone call from my manager. Shout out to Kara Baker. And... Uh, I pulled over on the side of the bridge, and this was like before Spotify, or I don't know, it might have been during Spotify, but I didn't have it on my phone. So on my phone, I had to go to YouTube <laughs> and like look up Juicy and like let it load enough that I knew it wasn't going to like fuck Buffer. up in the middle of the song. Uh-huh. And then like played it off YouTube over and over again, which meant I had to keep my screen on because yep. the screen goes off, it Very just stops. fucking dangerous, by yeah. the way. It was super dangerous, yeah. <laughs> well, what a way to die. Being, <laughs> all again. my songs are like good songs to die to. Uh, and listen to it seven times in a row. Yeah. It was just like What's the way. What's the part? What's the part? It it starts. Well, so it start. It's this whole part. It's the the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis first. Yeah. But specifically, because uh, I mean the 15 inch green money, money green leather sofa, whatever. And especially the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis. It's like, what? Well, come on, it's 2017. But uh, the part is the. Uh, Thinking back on my one room shack. Now my mom pimps a act with mix on the back. And she loves to show me off, of course. Smiles every time my face is up in the source. And then I, I'm like a real mama's boy. I know. And, yeah, I'm like a big time mom. Shout and out that, Sue Carmel. Shout out to Sue Carmel. And every Friend and of the podcast. That's how she is. She like she will like brag, and it's true of all her kids. But like, especially like, you though. She well, you like, a little bit more. No, I don't. Know. Well, she, <laughs> everybody you. else is Probably succeeding in, in equal but less public ways, you know. Sure. And uh, so, so the most. especially like every time she like, I know how like proud she is of me, and like the way she like loves to like brag about me and stuff like that. It just, it just like, it makes me want to cry. I almost, I'm like, cry. I almost am right now. Uh, and it just, it just like is the part of like seeing all your hard work like become something and seeing how like directly that can like affect the people who really love you and especially my mom who like really my dad was always great too but he was always more the uh i'm not that impressed kind of guy uh-huh. which you also need a little bit yeah. you know to be like you know keep working that's just because you like won this comedy contest that was 500 bucks you know you're, you're keep thinking about the future but my mom was always just like the you've hit it so proud of me <laughs> and like every time so then when you start like vindicating that person's belief in you is what that like verse is kind of about to me is like yeah. vindicating like them like, like they were right to think that they about were right me. to think that yeah. yeah yeah that's so great yeah so it might as well be smiles every time my face is up in the Portland Mercury mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and that was weekly for a while and that was weekly yeah <laughs> you have such a great like line now between your first and second picks yeah of yeah. like <laughs> your growth um, your growth right you're yeah. like writing Sometimes a biography okay right now <laughs> um, yeah every, so that song yeah every time I uh, you know. 
as my career has changed and have I, I grow into positions where I'm employing other people or recommending people for things, getting I'm always in a loop in my head. When people are like, "Oh, that's neat. You're you got your friend a job." I'm like. Giving ends to my friends and yes, stupendous. And it feels <laughs> That's so true. I feel like I've come by your desk and muttered that before. Like, yeah. hey, oh, I got my friend a sketch today. Giving ends to my friends and, and it feels stupendous. stupendous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so every time I ask someone how you live and, and they don't respond <laughs> in, in mansions and bins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That shit, like, no shade on Tupac. Tupac's great too, but that particular verse in Juicy. Hits me so much harder than the entirety of Dear Mama. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, also, it's he's got some problematic stuff going on for sure with women and with that song and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, can I? I don't think anyone's gonna pick this, but like, uh, honorable mention to Kanye's Dear Mama song too. Mm. Not Eminem, huh? Oh, I Eminem. Mean, <laughs> that was that was posthumous, right? Na, 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 na. Dear Mama. I don't know if it was. Oh. I don't well, I feel even like know it's, it's so loaded because of her death. It's just like, yeah. oops, sorry. Hit the it mic. It totally is. It's I think like he did a real, it before she died. A real heart clutcher, yeah. that one too. Because after that, that's when he went dark. And that was still on mm-hmm. late registration. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's so juicy by the notorious B.I.G. Oh. That was so sincere. I feel I like a real it. asshole now. No, we're all being sincere. You mean, sincere. Yeah, yeah, you're being sincere. sincere. We're all being There's sincere. Me, you guys are like being personal. I'm like, I'm such a dick. I don't know. Well, the first you're, one was. You're beautiful is what I'm trying to say. You're beautiful. You have you'll a beautiful there. soul in the words of Jesse McCartney. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I knew one way or another Jesse McCartney was going to come up during this podcast. Uh, I, it's a little weird, like, feeling so, I don't give a fuck because I just am so emotionally attached to that song. But like gr- being like a middle class white kid growing and being mm-hmm. you know not being able to fully relate to the like I cry it no I'm heat. a bad bitch no muzzle I get I do feel like comedians tend to also wear their emotions so hot yeah. like all of my friends and I are like we cry at fucking anything if yeah. it hits us in the right way I cried putting this list together this morning yeah. a couple times I enjoy I it not I like a full blown weep but no. just like oh here it comes yeah it, it's a crygasm it yeah is. yes yeah literally I'm sh- I'll, I'll shake when I do it this <laughs> is some real this is some real shit can we talk about like, yeah. Yeah, it I, is. I will sit down and and generate a cryogasm yes. on purpose sometimes. I uh, have to get it out. Looking at especially for white people, um, watching videos of real sad country songs, real oh, easy way to access hurt it. By Johnny Cash is one. Uh, of them. The house that made me. I don't know that one. Uh, Miranda Lambert, where she's like, I just can't. I can't remember the song, but I'll synopsis it in the form of a song. Yeah. Um, where she's like, I, I just came by, and this is where I used to live. Can I walk around and see the house they used to that made me? Okay, that's not at all what it sounds like, but that is the energy of it yeah, and you're like oh god and she's like i was a little girl on these steps and you're like we all grow up uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's one about a guy whose dad died and when he misses his dad he drives his truck oh. i drive his truck and i'm just like crying at my dad i was doing i was doing a <laughs> and i'm like i'm such a white person <laughs> i was doing a fucking snapchat bit the other day which yeah. is probably the worst sentence i've ever said and I was pulling up sad songs to use for it, and yeah. I just was like, you know what will be really obtuse is this song from The Land Before Time, If We Hold On Together by oh, Diana Ross. Oh, yeah. So I pulled it up to like, you know, run it through and be like, will this work? And it actually, I couldn't finish my Snapchat bit because I just fully was weeping. Listening to, thinking about Little What's Mom Dying, and oh. If We Hold On Together, and just mm-hmm. the whole thing, even right now, it gets me going. That one killed me so as a kid so much, Land Before Time. There's a song oh, called uh, Hurricane by David Wilcox that got a little bit of airplay for a while. It's about a girl who's just like cool and awesome, but she likes to run away from things on what? 
her motorcycle. And she's in the eye of the storm in that motorcycle. And then one night she died in the motorcycle. Oh, no. And it's like so ridiculously sad. It's yeah. almost funny, but you cry. But you but it gets time. you anyway. Yeah. You know what she I likes to run away, nowhere that she can go. <laughs> where the pain won't come again. I'll watch uh, it's probably those... also about intravenous drug use, I assume. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most songs are. Yeah. The those uh, vid- things that will make you believe in humanity again videos. Uh, oh, that fuck. That gets me. Yep. Or it'll be like, this guy just gave that homeless guy his shoes. Do you, or the, yeah. the dog who, uh, his his um, soldiers are coming home. Oh, yeah. Or do you, you remember that video with the autistic kid who gets to play basketball finally? Yes. yes. Come oh, on. My God. <laughs> I saw a video of, a, of a, like a therapy dog working someone down from like an autistic fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And like I sitting on, yeah, yeah, cried yeah. cried for literally that. an hour and a half. <sighs> I couldn't, st- I don't know if, if it's just like if I have a problem no. that I like maybe like it is I like like crying like it is very masturbatory that I'm like uh, it feels good like it, I don't know it is good well, to cry every now and then and but what about all the it's time it's catharsis but it's, <laughs> it's catharsis but I feel like it's also like connection like you're being like I understand their feelings I okay, have those feelings yeah. too then we're having about, the like, same feelings yay humanity this might be unrelatable so just going out on a limb here, but do you ever just like think about how much you love your parents and start crying? Yeah. No. Because I, I like literally, I'll, I'll just start thinking about things. Sometimes I'll imagine a scenario and I'm like, well, that's sad. And I just, I'm weeping and oh, I'm like, this I'm was a hypothetical. The well, there's the, I think that might have something to do with why I cry so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. <laughs> But it is, yeah. I do, even when I'm not stoned, it's like, I just see, like, I watched The Handmaid's Tale, which is fucking well, that's, fantastic. That's a real, yeah, you're There's a scene you're not on. supposed to cry. It was a fine scene and it was just so beautifully shot I started crying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just because you were prepared, you were on the precipice of emotion the whole time because the show puts you there, right? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it you're 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 too turned up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I you're feel ready like I just for... live my life right there, which is why I well, I like, like you, to laugh a lot. You know when someone tickles you and then like, you're like and then they just point stop. at you and you're like <laughs> And you're like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like that but with crying. You're yep. like, don't you feel like, like like kinda like when you're being tickled, you could also just turn that energy right into weeping? Yeah. Is that no. just me? That might just mm, no. be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, punching. It feels the same for me. Yeah. I would punch. I'm I'm a puncher. Yeah. Uh Okay, so I have to pick another one. Another one. Another, another. One. another. Sorry for derailing. I'm really bad at this. This whole podcast is about derailing. Is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I'm doing it right. Uh, okay. God, there's a couple that I have to get. All right, I'm going to... I don't... First of all, let me just come out and say this right now. My list is the most I'm a 32-year-old liberal white guy list possible. I was expecting there's to be a, a six-year-old girl list. What yeah. the fuck, Ian? That's the... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a extra podcast for that people where I just relate picked. to it there's yeah. a lot of 32 year old white guys there are uh, and I'm sure a lot of them listen to this podcast so the, but the next one I'm gonna pick is just such a okay go okay Steely it's Dan? LCD sound system <laughs> okay yeah I, yeah I thought about it and I was like it's two 32 year old white guys yeah Steely <laughs> I never got into Steely Dan but what song what song uh, LCD Dance Yourself Clean the drop the drop in the live version only okay which is from the uh, what is it from Shut Up and Play the Hits or for no, I forget the name of the album. Let me look it up real quick. But j- I got into, I didn't get into LCD sound system when everyone else was like getting into them. Mm-hmm. I got into them through the documentary Shot Up and Play the Hits. I that was on. Seen that. I've never it's heard great. Of it. It's I about their last it. concert in Madison Square Garden. Huh. What they thought was going to be their last concert. Um, much like uh, the Black Album? Much like the Black Album, yeah. So they had this like last concert and like they sold out Madison Square Garden and it's like 
75% concert footage, 25%, you know, whatever, just like behind the scenes and stuff. Reggie's in it. Reggie Watts is in it. Lance Bangs is in it for oh, a second. Cool. Yeah. Did you say Lance Bass? Lance Bangs. <laughs> Friend of the program, Lance Bangs. Well, just, just nice dude, Lance Bangs. Yeah. Um, he could be both. Yeah. And it, uh, I never, I'd never really gotten into them before that documentary. I so just what drove you to watch them. the documentary of a band you'd never? I just enjoy documentaries. So I was like, <laughs> I'll check this out. And uh, and bring like, it on, baby. When they do, exactly. So when they do that performance, I was like, oh, this song is kind of good. Uh, and then kinda. I was like, I guess I'll listen to the. They did a live album. It's called The Long Goodbye, of their last concert. And then I started listening to it, and I started, and it was like right in a very very turbulent point in a relationship that I was in. Whoa. I was in I was in Toronto. And uh, and doing uh, JFL 42, I was there for like two weeks while my like girlfriend, who I was already in a long distance relationship oh, yes, with, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, of, was in of your life. <laughs> was in Portland where everything was just like it was like we were constantly. I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. It seems like we're maybe gonna break up, but we really like each other. Just mm. one of those. And my uh, heart. I really poured a lot of my just like listen to this album and like got really into it to sort of distract myself. From it, and it wasn't even the lyrics, but yeah, it's the drop, like the that. Drop. The the uh, and then that drops, and it's just like people are like screaming and having a yeah. great time, and the beat comes in like so hard, and it's it's yeah. a little bit like um, geez, the, I mean the song we were talking about before with the, the is it where does it where the beat comes in? Maybe it was wake up. Anyway, maybe any song nothing. that has a big buildup and then a drop, uh, send in the clowns, send in the clowns, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just this like it's this like buildup that like and it starts to gain all this momentum, mm-hmm. and like the first time because in the concert it, it's like broken up by footage a little bit, so you don't really get the full heft of it. But like when you listen with your headphones in, Baker Street, that's what it's like. Baker Street, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is like Baker Street, yeah. And then like it hits and like. It's so powerful, and it's just like overwhelming. Overwhelming. Well, he also and, changes the way he's singing completely between those sections yeah. of the song. It's really quiet and muted, and almost talking. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I don't know. It just was like how I felt at the time, where I felt like I had been like, because I'm I'm a person I like love big, you know, in a lot of <laughs> mm-hmm. in like yeah, it's a great film. Yeah. <laughs> what what I love the movie. Fuck you. That's very funny though. Uh, <laughs> where like, but like sometimes you're in these relationships that make you. God, this is so. I mean, do I might, do not, it. Even, we I might not even listen to this re- podcast. Don't after. listen to it. Uh, it you're in relationships that make you where people where you're forced to feel muted or you're yeah. forced to yes. like turn yes, yourself ben. down yes. for the behalf of someone. And you're, and you're like, I don't want. I don't want to lose me. I don't want to lose me. I want to keep being me. What I think the that's fuck? especially true with artists. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I don't mean to like overstate what we are, but nah, if you're yeah. very like right brained, I think that it happens a lot. Yeah. And you get and you get into these relationships with people who are like you know who want like you like no no who like want the, you to be safer calm be down safe, but it's a little too much right yeah and I think there was something about where I was mentally and how I felt in that relationship where it just like someone going from like doing this like measured sort of thing in that song to like just Breaking everything coming free. out at once mm-hmm. and in the live version these people are like cheering and yelling and like yeah and uh. The, the the lead singer, God, whose name I'm blanking on right now, which is crazy, uh, just like tears into it at that point. In a way that like on the studio version is a little more obviously restrained. studio, restrained. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but when he tears into it, it's just live. James Murphy is his name. And just like, not even like, doesn't even sing that great. 
You no, know, but just like sing it's so emotion. viscerally. Yeah, it's just honest. Where I was just like, ah, like it so felt it, like it such a you? breathing out. Did that change the course of action subsequently? In that, I just, I mean, we broke up shortly after that, like not long after, after that. that. Do you song? think it was related yeah. that you were like, I don't think that's so. me. <laughs> that's me. I don't think, I don't know if it was, oh, geez, we might not have broken up actually for a year. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it was such a, it was such but a But at least it was like, it was the way you could kind of like feel a little free just yeah. listening to that fucking song. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that I felt like. Like just some sort of release, yeah. you know. That's like that's extremely powerful. Yeah. I'm surprised this isn't a therapy podcast. I, know. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. is. Yeah. Um, it's art therapy. I know. Yeah, art therapy. So that that part of that song, and even even and plus, just fucking rocks. Look, objectively, yeah. when you, it's the same concept you guys were saying with the the fucking sax song. It's like if you shave the pubes, the dick gets bigger. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. They yeah. simmer so, for the first three minutes, when three fucking minutes three, of that song. It simmers for so long. Yeah, it really does. I uh yeah it come at that on the live version doesn't drop until like four minutes and fifteen seconds Fuck into the song. Christ! Yeah, so it's this like mm, like up that's until like there. that's like when you're like having sex and they're teasing you and you're like ooh okay oh wow yeah. oh okay and then it's you're like, like can we fucking please all right. please yeah. just get to the point? <laughs> <laughs> it's not cute anymore. Like if I don't get penetration soon, I'm yeah. just gonna abandon this entire project. <laughs> I hope they have sex at some point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, I get it. our timelines make me not feel sorry for you at all. <laughs> what my timeline? Well, you, it's been five minutes. Yeah. Come on now. Uh, yeah, um, I'm sorry. Anyway, but uh, why, I'm making everything yeah, about yeah, me yeah, yeah, in my yeah. own mind. I can't speak um, to this because I don't know the last time Ian had sex, but mm, I trust you. Well, I don't know. If we, uh, he, what uh, if I told you it was ten minutes ago? See exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'd be like, where is she? Um, uh, so yeah, that is that's my uh, third pick, Eliza Skinner. It is time for your third pick. It's okay. beautiful. I feel like he's yes. a little. Good thank one. You, I'm you, proud of you. all of us. This is a very, very we are doing great. complex list. Yeah. It really Boy, is. We a picture. Um, so, uh, now I, I, I will unapologetically get into musical theater. There is yes. a song that I hated um, that was by, uh, or I, it was by one of the songwriting duo that like writes a lot of songs that end up being audition songs and people love them. Um, the song... Kristen Chenoweth made famous, and it is beloved by high-voiced little um, sopranos. Yeah, um, all shade to me. Sorry. Called uh, <laughs> no, I, well maybe uh, called Taylor the Latte Boy. Taylor the Latte. Boy. Yeah, I don't was, know this one. You really? Okay, this is a song that like all these little cute girls with like long blonde hair would be like would sing it and be like Taylor the Latte Boy. And I was like, oh, God, I want to blow my brains out. Yeah, yeah. And then uh-huh. I heard Alan Cumming do it. <gasps> oh. Alan Cumming, you And I dog. was destroyed. Oh, fuck. Isn't that crazy how it takes on a whole new meaning? He Well, he does it in such a soft, like, hopeful but small way. I'm getting like, he's just like, <laughs> like, and it's just such a pure, that weird, pure love that you can have for someone that you don't know. Yeah. yeah. That you you're like, even talk I to. don't need to, I the just, projection. I'm a person out here who just, for a dumb reason, just loves you. Yeah. Yes. I just think you are great. Like we're doing the um, coming right now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and, uh, and it's just so sweet, and I'm, and I'm of course, it's probably also loaded by that it's a man singing about another boy, sure. and so it's, it's even more like, fragile and, and vulnerable um but uh and the, the specific line in it that really gets me is um so uh so it's it's about how like every day he goes he goes in to this coffee shop um it like the beginning is uh i come, I come in, in at, at 8 11. 11 and he smiles and says how are you 
When he smiles and says, how are you? I could swear my heart grows wings. So today at date 11, I decided I should meet him. I decided I should meet him. And I'll proper formal And he says, what time are you playing? And thank you for the extra skim. Alan Cumming does it. It's just so like, oh my God, it's such a small thing and it yeah. means so much. And you know how that changes somebody's little day. And it's just, oh, it just destroys me it every really time. It really can. It can like uh, yank the really... steering wheel of your day. Like, is there going to be a good one? No. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this moment, I love it so much. Um, and it's, it, there, I, I don't even know if there's a recording of it. I have to find the YouTube video every time I want to hear it. There's like three YouTube videos where it is. And one, I think, might be taken from an album recording. But uh, I saw him do it live in Edinburgh like years ago. What show ago. is it from? From his solo show. Oh, no, it's not from a show. It's it's this the, it's just, just a like standard? a song. Yeah, that got written. Like, I forgot the women's name. I should look it up. Uh, it's Zena Goldich and Marcy Allison Heisler. And they just write songs for auditions? Just yeah, standalone well, just, songs that sound yeah, like they're from think, musicals? I, I mean, the last time I checked, they didn't have a... It, they're just like cabaret-type songs. Okay, got it. Um, but, yeah, I love it. And he did a he did a bit on The Late Late Show that I wrote. And after we, we had done it, he had some downtime. It was like him and his, I don't know, friend, manager, mm. person, whatever. And I was like, um... I love your version of Taylor the Latte Boy. He was like, oh, cool, thanks. Ah. And I was like, it's just, it's so, it's, it takes a song that doesn't mean anything and it makes it mean so much. And he's like, mm, cool, you should come see me in concert. Bye. Oh. And like, kind of like, he was nice about it, but he was like, the, but his friend who's with him was like, I know, right? He's a fucking genius. <laughs> God, it just, it murders me every time. I'm like, it does, it murders me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, and even, if, even though he was sort of like, I mean, people are like, what I do, no big deal. Yeah. And that's, that's how he acted. Um, it was I was still like really excited I got to say, say to him, like, I love this thing you that's do, so this nice. weird little thing. That's yeah. such closure. Yeah. You yeah. can listen to it in perpetuity now and never wonder. Yeah. So I that that's that's my third. Taylor the Latte Boy. Mm-hmm. Is his Palmer. name Taylor, the good latte boy? Yeah, it's Taylor the Latte Boy. I wonder if he worked at Starbucks. Bring me I just read the Wikipedia. Yeah. And it says, yeah, it was based on a guy who worked at a Starbucks. (laughs) Yeah. Probably named Taylor. I would assume so. Yeah, just writing. (laughs) Hope he got benefits. Nina's name wrong or whatever. Zena. Zena. Zena Goldrich. Probably wrote Nina. Yeah. And he was like, she was like, ugh, I'm meaningless. He probably got it right, actually. Oh, after a couple days, yeah. Hence the song. Actually, I noticed it was Zena. Woo. That it is so the ten those tender little mercies. Mm-hmm. There isn't there isn't enough art about that. Yeah, yeah. I've been talking in a lot of podcasts recently yeah. about um, what a fool believes. That's oh, yeah. another one. Like that's not like a little tiny happy, but it's a little tiny sad that yeah. I also think is like ah, oh, just this little this moment that that person should be allowed to mourn and feel so sad about having had someone that they were in love with that that person just didn't ever think about you and yeah. thought that you were just pals and no big whoop and. There aren't a ton of songs about no. it. They're, yeah. But you can feel gigantic heartbreak about yeah. like a little bit of Yeah, slightly. and you feel stupid. Most of my early 20s was that yeah. exact emotion. Exactly. And you yeah. feel stupid about feeling about it because yeah. no one talks about it. So I, you think, well, I'm the only one who cares about something as dumb as this. Yeah, I'm like, but, no, a lot, everybody has something dumb like that that right? they care about. That recognition. I'm so shocked you can understand the words to what a fool believes. I, that's the thing. That's why I keep talking about because people don't know what no, it's about. And it's, such a, and it's such a sad song, but it sounds so happy. It sounds I bouncy. Do, and, I've do, listened do, to that song so many do. times and I don't know any of the fucking words. And I've actually invented my own narrative, which is, I like peanuts. 
peanut butter. Yeah. I'm nothing <laughs> at all. And he's like trying to order a sandwich. No. In my head, that's what's happening. No, it's so much sadder than peanut butter. Although that is also true of Michael McDonald's. He does. He only wanted peanut, peanut butter, butter or nothing at all. It's uh. No yeah. wise man. Uh, what a fool believes he sees. No wise man has the power that to reason away. Has the power. You know what? Yeah. I could see why I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's he. Ca- he came from somewhere back in her long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was Mexico. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> sentimental. He's a sentimental fool. The sentimental fool don't see trying hard to recreate what had yet to be created see? once he, in her life. He thought he's like, oh, it's it's us and again, it's and, us again. and she's like, what? there was never an us. What are you talking about? Yeah. Anyway, she musters a smile. Mm-hmm. For his nostalgic tale, you know, she's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and he's nice like, and remember when we did this and we did that? And she's like, sure, yeah. Never coming near what he wanted to say, mm-hmm. only to realize it never really was. It was never a thing. Is he, all, is he all happened in his head. No, no, he just, it all happened in his head. In oh, his mind, they had this big connection. Person. She I understand. had a place in his life. He never made her think twice. Oh, you have the range. Yeah. <laughs> As he rises to her apology, anybody else would surely know. Oh, He's watching her go. What a fool believes. He sees. No one has the power. Nobody yeah. even picked it. But up. yeah, those little <laughs> tiny moments. Yeah. That and and they're sort of in between the big things. Like yeah. that's not a song about like I loved her and she destroyed me. Yeah, and it's not a, a song about like I lo- he loved me and we're in love together. Yeah. It's, it's so much like, more real. Uh, yeah. That's a, that's a moment where after you're like, ah, oh, damn. Like that's what like kind of how you mm-hmm. feel after you're like, oh, you can make oh, art damn. out of anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For instance, macaroni. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so Taylor the Latte Boy was the pick. Yes. Uh, but uh, excellent, excellent uh, diversion. But it has into, to be that version. Into the Doobie Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Mio Okay. It's time for your third. Oh, fuck. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I've like, I really, I just didn't, I lost sleep over this last night. Wow. Because oh. I wasn't sure if this would be too sad to talk about on a fucking comedy podcast. Clearly not. But since we've gone there, I think yeah. I'm just going to fucking go for there. Originally, my concept was I'm just going to go for the songs that objectively, with no personal experience, truly give you goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm going to throw one in there. Okay. Right in the middle. Please do. That does not do that. You might probably don't know the song. It's, it's by a band named Mew. Mew? <laughs> Mew, M-E-W. And the song is called Comforting Sounds. It was like popular for people to use as like their MySpace song. Yeah. That's probably, if you do know it, that's probably where you know it from. I think they're like a Swedish band. It's very abstract. But- I was very into that song in my life. Well, I guess I should say the part. The part is after like three minutes of a very quiet, mellow song, yeah. all of a sudden a full orchestra comes in and <sighs> drums come in and it breaks and then Forget it just it. does that vamping until it ends. Yeah. It's insane just at, from an objective level that you're like, oh, fuck, my heart. Like, even if you have nothing to be sad about, it's going to kind of get you feeling stuff. Yeah. But for me, and this is where things get sad. It was my senior year of high school, and in Washington, you have to do like a senior project that has to be like a massive endeavor. Yeah. And I had always thought I would do this like benefit dinner because I've been vegetarian vegan my whole life, and I was like, I should do a dinner, blah, blah, blah. And then my aunt, my mom's twin sister, gets diagnosed with breast cancer and has like eight months to live. Oh my God. And I was like, if I'm so committed to this project, like I can't really go see her again, like before she fucking dies. So I was like, I gotta change my project. 
So I made my senior project a documentary <laughs> about my dying aunt. Oh my gosh. Which sounds super sad. And it kind of was. She ultimately died, obviously, so that's fucking sad. There's no way around that. Yeah. But my aunt gets diagnosed with cancer and has this immediate opinion of like, okay, fuck it then. I'm just going to do everything I never did. Not even like a bucket list, yeah. but like the subtleties. So she was like, you know what? When I was a kid, I always wanted like a princess room. So I'm going to have a princess room. So she paints her whole fucking room pink yeah. and gets like a jewel encrusted telephone with like pink fluff on it and like <laughs> a pink fluffy bed and just fully had like every 13 year old dream room for like her life. And so I thought that was just the most incredible thing. I mean, this whole fucking documentary of her like talking about how she's so at peace with dying. It was like, I don't want to do my own horn because like obviously I fucking made this movie, but yeah, I watched it like a few months ago after like 10 years and it's still like objectively a powerful movie even though it's shot like a fucking handicam and yeah yeah what a powerful moment well yeah. she just speaks about dying in a way that you're like she said she's excited to die yeah because she wants to know what the fuck happens and she said she feels like she's reading a really good book <laughs> and you're really tempted to skip to the ending because like you can't take it and you want to know how it ends but yeah. you, you know that if you do you'll miss the whole middle so she was like truly staying present every moment of her fucking life of the last six months and also just like the idea of when you know you're going to die, how do you live out the rest of your life? Yeah. How do you live every day being like, I'm going to die in six months? You, I think what would ma what matters would like completely shift. Right. Yeah. And somehow with her, it shifted to a positive, which was just the most incredible. I mean, I hope when I die, that's if I know I'm going to die, that's I can have half that much yeah. uh, intelligence about it. So I made this documentary. And at the end of the documentary, I have this like super powerful interview with her. And then it like fades to black. And quietly that song comforting sounds has been like vamping underneath it and then it like says that she died and like the date she died and whatever oh, and then it just cuts to photos of her throughout her life like starting from baby and like working up to her last photo like ever taken and it's that fucking song with this huge crescendo comes down on the beat and these photos are flashing and you're like oh my god and <laughs> I mean, I don't even think if she was my aunt, you'd still be like, holy fuck, to just see all of life distilled in like three minutes yeah. and this song playing under it that just on its own is like, what the fuck is happening yeah. to me? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, it's like, if I'm talking about goosebumps, it's gotta be that. At least goosebumps. Oh. It's, I don't know. Still, I listen to it. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I feel it. So I don't know. I'm glad I go again next so I can try to pull you back out of that. Oh, God. That's, a, that's beautiful. That's well, beautiful. I mean, it's so, and it's so hard. Like, we think we divorce things from our, uh, from nostalgia or experience, but like, you don't. It, no, everything you can't. is affected by the things that have happened to you. Yeah. Like, I, I think so. So, yeah. I mean, one that was very powerful that happened to you. <laughs> totally legit. Even just hearing you describe that, the, the yeah. glass got f filled all the way to the edge. <laughs> over here. That was, yeah. Yeah. Well, Picturing good. it. Oh, my God. Oh, well, and then to even imagine that, like, that you don't even – pictures become so different once somebody – dead. Passes. Yeah. Because yeah. when you're looking at them, you're like, oh, there's my, you know, there's my cousin, you know. Right. Greg, look at it. Yeah, they're all where they're probably over in New Jersey. And then once they – They take on a whole new meaning. They die, it becomes like, oh, now this is like yeah, part and when of you look at, You know what's really ending. fucking insane is looking at the childhood photos of someone that's dead oh, now. Because yeah. then you remember oh, them not no. as just like a dead person, but the – Oh, Potential shit. Of, and then all of a sudden yeah. you realize you're mortal and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then you start looking at your own baby photos and you're like, they're going to play these at my funeral. Yeah. <laughs> It just gets all so fucking real so fast. Yeah. It's so strange. It's so strange how hard it is to wrap 
our minds around the idea that we're gonna die. Right. Yeah. Which is why and I made the fucking are. movie. That was like, my whole thesis. I used to have an I used to have a joke where I was like, um uh when I die, if I die, I'm like I'm definitely dying. De- I'm definitely going to die. Everyone is definitely going to die, but I can't, we cannot process no, that. No, and that was the whole thing. No. I interviewed all these like uh, doctors for this documentary, right? And um, the oncologist was like, she said it, an oncologist. Like her whole life is working with people who know they're dying. Yeah. And she's like, in Western society, we believe we are immortal. It is part of our culture. We remove the whole process of death and dying and dead from our society. Like, do you know what happens when someone dies? Like, what's the next step, right? Do you know, does anyone know? No. no. Any other country in the world not only knows, but they know how to do it themselves. Yeah. Like, we we just were like, no, like, let's just take it away and here, give me 10 grand and I'll take care of it. We like, do. Yeah, I guess go we'll hide it in like a park. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't do a fucking work. And I wonder how that would, how our lives would change if we really could process it. If that was we my really whole the whole time were like, if we know we're going to die, it would yeah. actually be less traumatic ultimately when A, we die or when people we love die. But every aspect of our lives too. Yeah. Like, every decision we make is like, because so many decisions I think we make towards the like well what's going to have me live last forever right yeah. like, well nothing right nothing is so and also the idea if that's of, like, off the table then what else all the things that if you find out you're dying tomorrow what are you like oh fuck i never got to finally do this fucking thing like yeah. mm-hmm. if you're aware all the time oh fuck i could die in any instant in a mm-hmm. real way not just like oh, i could die any instant how would that change like what you do on the day-to-day basis i mean i would make a lot of real bad choices real bad at first but maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe heroin like once or twice. <laughs> just to know, just to see what it's just like. Just to slide into that hot tub once. Well, because it's always been on my bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally in a bucket somewhere. Mm-hmm. The bucket of heroin's on my bucket list. Uh, Epcot Center for you, right, Skinner? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah, always yeah. Epcot. Ellen's Energy Adventure—that's the ride to go on. <laughs> what Ellen's Energy? It's Ellen Adventure? DeGeneres hosting this uh, ride. It was made uh, when she had a sitcom before yeah. the talk show, so it wasn't even that big of a star. Um, where she talks to you about sources of energy. Originally, it was Epcot or um, Exxon's Energy Adventure, oh, and then yeah. there was a little Exxon whoop-de-doo. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, she talks to you about different energy sources, and then you go in these huge, like church pew-like cars through a, an animatronic dinosaur display, uh-huh. and then you come around a corner, and there's Ellen animatronic fighting a dinosaur. Whoa! That's where fossil fuels come from. From Ellen fighting a dinosaur. Thank you, Ellen. Yep. That feels yeah. a little creationist for it me. Does. <laughs> <laughs> it's and real then she weird. Mounts her triceratops. Yeah. Ellen's yeah. seven thousand years old. <laughs> I mean, I, I buy it. Uh, sure. She hasn't aged since she's been famous. I mean, we're all going to die. Ellen. Except not. Ellen. Except <laughs> Ellen, yeah. Full circle <laughs> Who here. keeps drinking the blood of her interns. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that is the big Hollywood secret. Yeah, Hollywood I've secret. heard she's really into blood. Mm-hmm. She's a joke. Uh Miel, you have time for your fourth pick. Okay, let's just pull it right back out of the dungeon. And let's go, let's go high. Um, okay. I knew I had to choose something from Freddie Mercury. Mm. Sorry mm. if that fucks up your guys' picks. No. Half the shit he sings gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Well, I just, I honestly, half the time I cry is about Freddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I had to choose one singular song, it'd be Under Pressure. Oh. And if I had to choose one singular moment, it's... Wow! <laughs> <laughs> just when you think it can't get any worse. Dear boys, it's a yeah! You're half a step up, and you're like, "What the oh, fuck?" That. <laughs> that part, yeah, well, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you're like, "Oh God, he burned himself out. He's gonna take a break." And he goes, "Why can't we give him all oh, yeah, the chance?" David Bowie, like, can, yeah. Why can't we give him all the chance? Oh my God, he doesn't sleep. He never sleeps. <sighs> 
I just, I think it makes, first of all, it gives you good just because it's technically incredible that a man can sing in full chest at that range. Yeah. But also, he's dead. Mm-hmm. Dave always dead. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking song is like, again, the pressures of society, like, just be kind to ourselves, right. please, for fuck's sake. And then all the other, like, interpretations. That they felt, especially, especially oh, Freddie fucking Mercury. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. And, like, also, like, aside from, like, obviously being gay, but, like, I know, I was reading up on this last night, and, like, I had no idea because I didn't live when Queen was popular. Yeah. They had faced so much animosity. Yeah. Like, they had so many haters, again, yeah. aside from the gay thing. Did they? Only because his voice was so, quote-unquote, pretty. Yeah. And a lot of rock and roll people are like, this isn't fucking rock and roll. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know a lot about Queen, I'm ashamed to admit. I, lo- I know, I know most of their up. songs, but I don't know, like... Okay. It's these fucking guitar guys. It's the same... Th- um really? Steve Perry had... He had that from within his the band. Journey was like, fuck this guy, we're a jam band. And he's like, I'm sorry that I'm, I'm sorry so my pretty. Really? People love buying our albums now. Yeah, they treated him like garbage. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Because like, you're getting maybe a general audience, but the rock audience is like, fuck you, bro. Yeah, yeah suddenly these girls want to like sway at the yeah. songs. Yeah. Yeah. You're not Whatever. shredding your vocal cords and definitely causing permanent damage. I'm not listening yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 Like, sorry, I'm a trained singer. Like, what the fuck? God, the rest stupid. of the band. And then that stuff is the only stuff that is persistent. Oh, exactly. Really? Yeah. Well, that's like Sugar Ray, you know, was like, a metal band. They were like a hardcore band. Yeah. And then they put out... I'm sorry, what? For sure, yeah. This is the first they I'm were, hearing of this. Even on the, the, the album with Fly, there's some songs that yeah. are like still like kind of like uh, and thrashy. That's, and that's why they're especially dead-eyed. Yeah. Because they're like, this is who we are now. Ah, ah, we just want to fly. Every morning there's a halo. Shut the door, baby. Don't say a word. Not rape. Not rape. Yeah. Oh, God. But yeah... Yeah, Steve Perry, they used to get mad at him because he wouldn't go out and party with them afterwards. He would yeah. just like go back to his hotel room and go to sleep. And like and it's turn like, the humidifier on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, you mean preserve the, the moneymaker? Yeah. <laughs> you dummy. He had it right, though. Yeah. He really See. did. But I don't think, I mean, I would I would hear arguments on this, but with like one ear closed, if you mm. will. <laughs> because I truly think Freddie Mercury is the best male performer of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else you could even... I mean, if we're just talking performance, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, we could maybe put Prince up there for sure, but just if we're just saying performance vocal... Yeah. Because Prince, I think, if you do all around, he's up. I mean, before mention Mark McGrath. Well, and if you're, 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 like, number one artist... Yeah. But Uh, if we're talking about vocal performance... Yeah. And also just, like, live performance, vocal performance, because holy fuck, if you ever seen him perform live in a video, you're like... I've seen that Montreal one. Yeah, yeah. Every part of me is dripping. (laughs) (laughs) He He just was a performer from, like, another time i don't know i feel like if it were like the 1700s like of uh, the richest king in the world would have had him yeah. you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah. he's just he's so he was regal and he just i just and he just was himself and he was so i just get sad thinking about it man he just was so i i understood him yeah. you know but i never lived with him just powerful too if like, when he sings it feels like a gold light should shoot out of his mouth <sighs> And I couldn't choose between you know, this like, moment. You can't control. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like a cyclops yeah. thing with the mouth. Because yeah. he has the same fucking thing. I mean, when did he not do it? But the end of Somebody to Love. Somebody uh, to love. It's so good. And you're like, oh my God, did you just drop down a whole fucking octave? <laughs> <laughs> Fully into your chest register with no break. Like, I just can't, man. He's why Lady Gaga's called Lady Gaga, right? Because yeah. they have the same like, vocal Gaga. range. No, yeah, no, no. It was, Radio a, it was Gaga. A, in lyric. Know. Lyric reference. Yeah, ra- yeah that song. Radio Gaga song they had. Mm-hmm. And so she has the same like vocal range. Oh, no, I don't think so. As, or, oh, I thought that's what it was. I, I mean, could be wrong. I don't, We're I not mean, talking Nilsson ranges here. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> if I'm honest, I doubt, highly doubt that. Yeah. But maybe. 
Maybe. <laughs> if I'm honest, definitely no, but maybe. I think that's where she got the name, though, at least. Maybe. <laughs> no, it is a queen reference. For yeah, sure. queen reference. It could be aspirational at the very least. It could be, yeah. She wants I would say to. whose isn't. Yeah. I aspire to have Freddie Mercury's I like to have this one note that I can yeah. sometimes hit. Yeah? What yeah. is it? C5? <laughs> clear, clear C5. Yeah, I know what that is. I know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Under pressure. It's such a it's such a good song. The whole song too. You're just like I don't really know what we're talking about, but yeah, yeah. It's I just feel like it. Two, it's just two two beautiful dogs playing in the snow oh, together. In the snow, yes. <laughs> Tumbling around and singing and Can just being beautiful. <laughs> and maybe when they leave, they've inadvertently created the most beautiful snow angel you've ever seen exactly. in your life. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The got, shade that was left behind of, was... A little bit of snow on their noses. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually look better when they're wet, too. Yeah. Like, as they play, they're getting cuter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's exactly what it's like. They're <sighs> confused. What's snow? What is this? <laughs> they don't know, but they don't need to know. God, I watched a video of a bunch of golden retriever puppies Did you playing cry? in the Did water you... for the first time. So you could cry? You... No, I didn't cry. Yeah. But Ooh, was... What about those ones where it's a dog and it looks like a pile of trash and then they zip, they they shave it and it's a dog oh, under there no. and he learns to walk? Oh, okay, he's so sorry. happy. I, I thought for a minute there was some camouflage dog thing I'd never heard of. Yeah, and I was no. like, what dog looks like a pile no, of trash? No, no, just, just stray ones. Like the dog like, looks like a panda? dog was a bag of trash. Yeah, yeah, they found it on fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's probably true um, excellent pick Eliza Skinner it's time for your fourth pick I'm right. so relieved to be done so uh, that for this a lot that was a, yeah the, I'm, I'm really good. I'm gonna drag us down into the most basic of bitches territory yeah 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 I do I, I, I would, I hope I would like to remind you guys that I did start with, with Baker Street and yeah. Anaconda yeah. like yeah. that that's, your street cut's up there right now okay but get ready for just to okay I'm ready Defying gravity. Oh, I was gonna pick that. I know exactly the part you're gonna pick. <laughs> so, I mean, I did think maybe for good because for good oh, it's so fully good. gets me. It is. Good. Um, but yeah, so defying gravity from Wicked mm-hmm. by Adele Dazim. By Adele Dazim, yeah. Uh, An annoying soprano, as you put it. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so. The the beginning part of the song is like a lot of conversation between Elphaba and Glinda. We could yeah. fully reenact it for you right now if you'd like. Um, or no. Please, and, um, <laughs> I and would love she's, to be sued. But and yeah. it, I mean, this is this is the big change moment of the of the show. Yeah. Um, where, uh, so they've they've been friends and you know they've been trying to work together kind of for the same stuff. They annoy each other because they're not really nailing it, but. But at this point, this is Alphabet deciding, like, you know what? I'm not going to try to be a, the best good girl anymore. Because she kind of was She's, the beginning of yep. it. She's yeah. like the best student, the best. Um, and this is her becoming the Wicked Witch. <laughs> and testing her abilities. <laughs> and, um, and, and she's like, please come with me. And Glinda's like, no. And Glinda's like, please stay here. And she's like, no. And she's like, please, please, please. And then finally, she's, she gets it. And she's like, okay, well, this is, um, you're having delusions again. Um, uh, what is happening? Okay, and and Alphaba sings. Um, I'm through accepting limits because someone says they're so. Some things I cannot ch- change, but till I try, I'll never know. Too long I've been afraid of <laughs> losing love. I guess I've lost. Well, if that's love, it comes at much too high a cost. Ooh. Wait, but cost? Cause yeah. oh, and she flies oh. into the fucking air. I'm sorry. What, what, the, the way that it actually goes <laughs> is, I'm through accepting <laughs> limits. Well, if that's love, it 
flies into the air. Oh my gravity. God. Kiss me goodbye. I'm defying gravity. And you can't pull me down. Glinda, come with me. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's her just being like, yeah, man, I'm a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And I'm going to be fucking weird. And it's maybe I'm going to be lonely. And I'm, maybe I'm going to be like n- not in with the gang. But fuck it i have to see where this weird road goes and i feel like i have (laughs) and the patriarchy dude i have screamed this song in my car so many times like fashion police strike yeah like uh getting every time i've been fired every time i've been like this doesn't this isn't working out but it's felt like it's work it's not working out for such the right reason right Mm -hmm. right. you know what i mean yeah yeah, this is the like yes you have to you have to turn in the path sometimes mm -hmm. to get farther on the path mm-hmm. just be like oh this isn't right yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i'm sorry 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 but yeah. this isn't right yeah I'm, I'm but i'm not accepting other people's limits anymore i'm not doing that oh, and i'm so... not i'm and and yeah that's not if if that is what love is then maybe love's not for me yeah because this just doesn't feel right and anymore. that love and just, can be anything fill it in yeah. yeah and like listening to your instincts and stuff and oh uh, yeah, which is so hard bt dubs as a fucking girl you were trained yeah. your whole life to not listen to your instincts, and then finally you get to a point in your life, probably in your mid twenties, where you're like, "Wait, I'm right just because I thought I was right. I don't need someone else to validate that I'm yeah. right first. Right, right. And <laughs> sometimes it's just about just becoming a fucking witch. Yep. Yeah. And, and I'm fucking like, so ready. Flying like, into the sky. I am a witch now. <laughs> I don't care. I'm fine with that. What's yeah. so crazy to me about this is that it's a different part of the song for me. I thought for sure it would be the same part, but for me, it's the very end of the song where she's like, And nobody in all of us, no wizard that there is or was, is ever gonna bring down. And you're like, what the fuck? (laughs) And literally, if you watch the stage version, She's standing, talking the whole scene, yeah. and then That's all of a sudden, she flies into the air, which just visually, you were like, what the fuck? Yeah. One second ago, she so was standing So if you the- care to find me, look to the western sky. Oh, I know that part. Someone yeah. told me lately, everyone deserves a chance to fly. She speaks uh, the word fly. Yeah. She just keeps drifting and out, talking, and wailing. Solo, at least I'm flying free. It's to like, those who'd ground me, take a lesson back from me. <laughs> yeah, it is a fuck you. It's a yeah. major fuck you. It's so fucking good. It's, I don't give a fuck if it's basic. It's amazing. I don't think it's basic. I think it's wonderful. It, well, I, I think it's both. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, but I think basic is wonderful. I hate people. Who are like, I'm so over that. My little my little cabaret dream, which uh, my friend keeps trying, is like, you got to do cabaret show. You and I was like, do what a cabaret for? Show. Um, but uh, for fun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know... Uh, Ego by Beyonce. How's it go? He's too big. He's oh, yeah. too wide. He's too much. He can't fit. He got a big ego. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's about Beyonce. It's about um Jay-Z's dick. Yeah. But it's about his quote unquote ego. Right, right. And there's a break at the end of it. Um, and then she starts singing about herself and like she's like, I'm too I, I like, I'm too great, you're too great. Like that's why we're a power couple. Um but at the end, she's like, uh, I don't need no beat. I can sing it with piano. And normally, it's like this little um, acapella break. But yeah. in my dream, it's, I don't need no break. I can sing it with piano. A nobody in all of us. No wizard that there is or was. Is Mash up, baby. Yeah, I can't hit that meme note. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that's, Do that's it. my little. That's my I'd little see that Beyonce. I think, I think anyone who just listened to the last five minutes of this podcast would, would agree you should have a cabaret show. <laughs> I'm very embarrassed that I sang this. Podcast. I loved what? it. It was great. You said it was it a fantastic. treasure. Yeah. Uh, it's dumb. And it just, fuck. I mean, it's a, this episode, if any episode, is the one to sing. I've uh, never seen Wicked. Uh, but that so made fun. me, I'm in. I'm in. Man, I just bought it, in based off it, that it's song. It's really fun. It yeah. is so much about like, female friendships yeah and and fucking the patriarchy yeah and fucking the patriarchy but also like how much you can hurt each other and how much you can grow from having a friend who hurts you um and that that it's not just like again it's complex things it's not just like i like you i like you friends forever yay it's like no shit shit when you let people into your life under any kind of situation it's hard and it's complicated friendships or relationships and you might move away from each other and it doesn't mean that you aren't still wildly important to each other you really learn that as you get older and the things are about work a lot of the time too Mm -hmm. like oh if we actually this we actually have to make this work yeah it's gonna actually take effort yeah yeah like not everything is just like look at us we're in the like you're in the uh, log flume ride together like here we are stuck <laughs> together as the world ride. passes by yeah. the log flume ride yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is fun I hope they take our picture uh, <laughs> uh, beautiful pick Defying Gravity by yeah. Adina Menzel um, and now it is and now, Steven Schwartz actually uh, it's on me to make my fourth and then fifth picks no pressure whoa 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 God. Well, I know what one of them has to be. Do you want to do something funny or serious? Uh, I don't even... Yeah, I mean, I have a kind of a funny one. I have like a... Mm. It's tough. This is by far the hardest one you've ever had me on. This is... Yeah, right? This is tough. Because... All right. I've done enough about sad stuff, I guess. Uh, Although I will do another one. (laughs) (laughs) Mix it up. So I'm going to do... This is... Even though it has a problematic lyric... I'm gonna do it anyway. Do it. Just I hate the problematic lyric, but I'll I love leave. the part of it anyway. I will fucking leave. <laughs> uh, it's the it's Kanye's verse from Jay Z's "Run This Town," uh-huh. uh, and it. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna make me seem conceited. I don't care though. Whatever. Do it. This is this you're is listening a safe to space, my Ian. podcast. So whatever. It's mm-hmm. like uh, it is. It's crazy how you can go from being Joe Blow to everybody on your dick, no homo, which. I, he's so much better than that. Yeah. Well, I don't know why he even did that lyric, but whatever. He needed the rhyme. He did, I guess. But there's so much, whatever. Uh, to every, uh, I bought my whole family whips, no Volvos. Next time I'm in church, please, no photos. Police escorts, everybody passports. This the life that everybody asked for. This a fast life, we are on a crash course. What you think I rap for? To push a fucking rap for. Which, as a, it's the last part. More than anything, the kids. You had a rap The rap four part, because I had a rap four. No, it's it was. uh, (laughs) When you this is a good god. It's so navel gazing. When you again, it's a podcast. But uh, when you get into like a creative field, like I don't, I I don't even care about cars at all. Like I don't, I will drive a Prius with no bumper on the back, even if I, you know, was a millionaire. Cool humblebrag. Yeah, (laughs) my Mad Max edition Prius. But just like the notion of like the. I got into this shit to do it, which is something that like really connected with me when I was first starting out, like doing comedy where it's like, I'm not, I'm, you know, the RAV4, it's, it's not, the RAV4 isn't like me, like in a Lamborghini. It's like, I'm going to be a fucking comedian, which is something that I'm struggling with right now. And I think, which is why I like, maybe I'm connecting the song again now 
because I did when I was like in Portland doing stand up and like while other people were like getting like kind of okay jobs and I was like so broke mm-hmm. eating like spaghetti with hot sauce and like I mean, like but I'm in this to fucking do this you know yeah and now that I've been like writing on TV shows for like three years which is a wonderful job but it's like is it's this not, w- was that what you am got I fucking rav fouring right now. Mm. I feel like I'm rav fouring right Only now. Only you can say. I yeah, you can't. But like, I kind of think like, like. Well, and also, once you have like so many options, yeah, it's less. It feels less pure and clear what choices to make. Yeah, like yep. when you don't have options, you're like that. I'm gonna run at that right. and push at that until that does something. Until I like, make my goal. Yeah, and then it's not. Then it's like, well, you can have that now, or you can have this thing, or, or you, can you can do have this thing. thing. Yeah, or Would how you about like you get like really comfortable over yeah. here? Yeah, and yeah. also it's the With skills. Have four money. Yeah. It's like an umbrella of skills you have that work at forty fucking things. Yeah, and you can. Which one do you want to do? You're right. You can be dream adjacent. Right. And you can mm-hmm. be there right now, yeah. or you can keep going for that like big thing. Right, and then, then also job security and shit. I mean, there's so many considerations. Yeah. That's a, I think that's your whole life. You do that. I think so. So yeah, and so I'm going. I'm. Go, I was going through that then, and I'm going through it now uh, as as well. And and then it, like yeah, so I just connect to it like on a big way. When he says that line, like, uh, "What do you think I rap for to push a fucking rap for?" I'm like, "God, that's not you know." Yeah. It's almost like remi- like remember who you are. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Lion King rap? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and then just I also like the about my whole family whips no Volvos because I want to do. Okay, Volvos are yeah. fucking great. Volvo, I would, my family would if be so family happy if I bought yeah. Volvos. Yeah, they never break. Dude, yeah. it, is, is anybody turning out Volvos? I, don't I thought they discontinued them. No, no, right? they, they still make Volvos. Yeah, they do. They must. Yeah, but I'm wondering, like, somebody tricks out Volvos. Somebody's done. Oh, yeah. oh I've seen. I, yeah, 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 yeah. My boy Craig. <laughs> Craig. Uh, He's very white. So that's. That's my fourth pick. My it's a fifth, good pick. Thank you. Ooh, fifth and final, right? Fifth and final pick oof, for oof. me is going back, going back to oh, more existential than emotional. Okay. But the song is by this guy Dan Deacon. Yep. Who's like kind of a weird yeah. electronic. You guys know him, yep. electronic musician who has done uh, so many cool stuff. But the song is "When I Was Done Dying," uh, which, by the way, has the coolest music video that I've ever seen. It's uh, like all these different uh, Adult Swim made it, and it's all these different like uh, visual artists and like graphic artists. Some like animated, some of it just like found footage type stuff. It's such a cool video, but the song is like about dying, and a lot of the lyrics are like crazy. But there's this chunk that starts like right around three minutes, and I'll read the whole thing, and it's just that I've I've talked about this before on the podcast. I have saved on my phone a like a small list of songs that if the plane starts crashing, I will listen to. (laughs) You're not even going to try to get off the plane. No. Well, no, the plane's crashing. What am I going to jump out of a 747? I used to have, uh, I used to have a song that I would play for when the plane took off. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people have that. Yeah. I guess it was kind of an, it it, it might crash. But this is my, this is my, if it's over, Okay. This is what I want to go out to, and yeah. this is so many death songs from you. I know this is this is the song, and it's because of this. Uh, and a lot again, a lot of this is like crazy. He was probably on like mushrooms when he wrote it, but what I think it's beautiful. So there's a crab in this lyric, but whatever. Uh, and it's and there deep in the distance, my eye caught a spark of a crab twice my size with incredible strength. Oh, it greeted me kindly, and then we all drank, and we drooled out together right onto the ground. 
and the ocean grew up quickly right all around. And the earth looked at me and said, wasn't that fun? And I replied, I'm sorry if I hurt anyone. And without even thinking, cast me into space. But before she did that, she wiped off my own face. She said, better luck next time, don't worry so much. Without ears, I couldn't hear, I could just feel the touch. And then it's like this beautiful music behind it. Whoa. But I'm like, like it even it like makes me emotional right now. It's like... What do you take it to mean? I just think it's like, I think it's like a beautiful message of like, we get so wrapped up in like little stuff while we're... Here. Even big yeah. stuff we get wrapped up on, but like... And at the end of the day, what were your eyes really on? Yeah. And even just like the, I'm sorry if I hurt anyone, is probably a thing that like a lot of people think like when they're like on their way out. Yeah, like that's yeah. the big, I feel like that's probably the biggest thing oh, you yeah. end up regretting. More than like, because we like, I don't think anyone gets into this to like hurt anyone, but we all, yeah. I mean, this wraps around to my first song, but we all end up like hurting each yeah, other. We're all smashing into each other constantly. All the time. Yeah. It's like, Birth but we're to like death. bumper cars, but yeah. like well, higher stakes. It's like a demolition derby, really. I mean, as long as you're doing your best. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it's. And helping some people also. And helping yeah. some people. But I think that Give is. Giving ends to some friends. The sentiment of that. This person like is basically talking to God, but God's a crab. Or I guess it's Earth. It's Mother really. Earth, yeah. Yeah, and the whole like, wasn't that fun? Like God, like God saying that to you? God, I just got like the weird cry thing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but I mean, yeah. wouldn't that like yeah. isn't that isn't that ultimately like the you best get, you could hope for? Right, and just like, like wasn't that fun? Yeah, and you're like, what if fun. you forgot to have fun? Oh no, oh, God. You know, like and God's like, wasn't that fun? You're like, no, don't forget to have fun. No, I started. Have fun? <laughs> no, I oh, started. You guys look too heroin right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Is it too late? <laughs> I want to try it. Wouldn't that be the worst thing? Is if you got there, they're like, "Wasn't that fun?" You're like, "No, I was in this like terrible marriage." And like, uh, I, and I, I screamed at a guy about people, my muffler. I made other people so happy. I did just what they wanted to, and yeah. I don't. I, I still don't know what I ever wanted to do. Right. Oh, fuck. God. And like, that's the worst kind of goosebumps. Right. And it's like better luck next time. And then the the other the other part of this lyric that I think is so beautiful, but almost in a sad way, is like. Because this song is also a little bit about resurrection in a way, but she's like, you know, better luck next time. Don't worry so much. But without ears, I couldn't hear. I could just feel the touch. Uh, so it's like you don't even, you even get, know. even if you come back, you don't get that wisdom. You know, yeah. you just do it all over again. Yeah. Um, so Fuck. that whole song, and it's such a beautiful song. And from you reading it, it sounds a lot like The Night Before Christmas. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and there, deep in the distance, my eye caught a spark. I'm getting sleepy. No, it's literally like the same iambic pentameter or whatever. It, I guess it is, right? <laughs> on Dasher, on Dancer. We're dying um, so quickly. We're dying so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Why were they so mean to Rudolph? That'd be a great for your cabaret mashup. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thank you. It's just, yeah, so it's, it, and then again, like, watch it with the music video, because yeah. it will, like, just, it will fuck, fuck you, you up. right up. Yeah. But uh. it's such a, it's such a beautiful song, and, like, the sentiment is so, it, it, for some, comforting, in addition to being just, like, encapsulating everything that I think is important to remember about being alive. Fuck. So it gives me goosebumps every time I hear I wish hear you it. went last, man. That's so, heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is my fourth and fifth pick. That's good. Uh, and then, Eliza Skinner, it's time for your final pick. Okay. You know, Woof. I'm just going to I'm gonna go with a fave here. Maybe not. This, I mean, this might be the position that I look back on. I'm like, there were there were bigger ones. There were yeah. ones that were more that were more important to me. There were ones that 
we're more important to the world. But this one just this song has like stuck with me for a really long time. Yeah. It's a sort of song that I can just like lie on my bed and stare at the ceiling and just really think about and get into and oh and cry. Yes. It's another crier. It's a cry banger. Um my it's favorite types. Sweet, uh, <laughs> called Sweet Lorraine by um, Patty Griffin. Oh, I don't know. Mm. There's a lot of different songs called Sweet Lorraine or Oh Sweet Lorraine, or but th- this is the this is the song and version that I, I really like. Um, and just th- if I had to pick a part of the song, it would probably be like just the clang of I don't know if it's a steel guitar that's played in it, but it's just like this really great chord and really like driving, and it's just a super sad song. Um, do you, you don't know Patty Griffin at all? No. Uh, Patty Griffin has written a lot of um, the the Dixie Chicks hits. Oh, okay. Um, like there was one that you just mentioned. Her name sounds kind of familiar. Yeah. Uh, time f- um, or uh, was it time for me? To f- there, there was a song that something you were just saying reminded me of, uh, but I now I can't remember what it is. But she she's done. Yeah. And she's got a lot of my favorites in there. But um, uh, Sweet Lorraine was. Um, her father called her a slut. So it's about this girl who, like, her family did not like her <laughs> or yeah. understand her. Uh, earlier in the song, it's uh, Lorraine who spoke of paintings in Paris and outlandish things to her family just to scare us. Scare us. Whatever. Um, so she's like this smart, careful, oddball girl. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, there's one line. Uh, her father would tear out, like, a page of the Bible. Then he'd burn down the house to announce his arrival. Whoa, that's um, a powerful lyric. The whole thing is powerful lyrics. It's crazy. And um, and again, it seems like one of those things where it's like it's a small life yeah. that just got traumatized and banged up. And no one in this story cares about her. But someone should care about her. And this song cares about her. Yeah. And and I just love it. I, I really if you Patty Griffin, I'm such a huge fan of. Get into her. She one of another song of hers that I almost considered about for this. It's a song called Tony that I rejected because it is re- it is laughably sad. Yeah, it's yeah, one of those songs yeah, that you're yeah, like, yeah. oh, there's no subtlety to yeah, this. Yeah. It's about a gay kid who kills himself. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, but um, but she, but yeah, she's she's so great, and this song really like it sounds cool. Her voice is amazing, and uh, and I think it it does have like a deftness to the very sadness that it's. That, that she's writing about. Those are beautiful lyrics. Yeah, I mean, it's you put great those songwriting. Beautiful music. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be my last one. That is a great. That's a great pick. She's from Maine. Oh yeah, and she didn't start yeah. until she, I think she didn't start performing until she was like thirty or something. Yeah, she which said, I thought yeah. was, I think was is pretty cool. That's amazing. You always think for a for a music career or something like that, you need to start when you're fifteen or right. No. That's Have a little awesome. life first. Get divorced, then Jeez, start playing yeah, the guitar. First, well, her first, her like album first album didn't get released until thirteen half years after she recorded it. It was like, uh, so, wow. Yeah. Go, Patty. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Don't you know what are you doing it for? Yeah. You know, push her. To push, push her around. around four? <laughs> 
similar similar artists. Yeah. <laughs> I'd really say Patty's the country version of Kanye. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Country. Patty, who I just heard of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm think I'm feeling like little Patty. <laughs> Uh, Miel Bredo, it's time for your final pick. <clears throat> yeah, okay, listen. I'm going to end this motherfucker on a bang. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to do this, um, uh. especially considering the last episode I was on. Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. What a beautiful book. No. No, I should just end the podcast forever after that. <laughs> Think about it. Star Spangled <laughs> Banner. Right. Okay. Francis Scott Key See, the house. last episode I on, David chose that. First, we did for one, one hit wonders. wonders. And He's old being Dave, tricky. The is silent He's took. being tricky. He is. And like when it came to me this time, organically, <laughs> organically, I wasn't even trying to be referential. I was it like, makes I can't. Way more sense in this podcast. I was like, I can't. I can't do that because it's so directly ripping what he did. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? That makes it better. <laughs> yeah, it does. Which part? I the episode, the back to back, bringing it in. Which part of the Star Spangled Banner? Okay, it's exactly the part. For the land of the free. Every time they hit that. Uh, when they hit that next one. Free. But sometimes they'll break free. the free up. And the yeah, right. for, oh, uh, yeah. I don't. I don't like. I don't like when they do the vocal gymnastics on that part. I, I don't. Need it. You know no, what? I want oh. it clean. Well, the, it, it's it's good. It's you like good it clean? as is. It's okay to I'm me. I don't know syrup the on the pancake. On I just need butter. As long <laughs> we both did food. <laughs> as long as it's in a high enough. That song. Okay, so that song has like a big range. Yeah, so yeah. most singers need to modulate it female singers would have to modulate it pretty high to be able to hit the lowest uh, uh, oh, yeah. the twilight's last gleaming they have to hit that they'd have to go pretty high yeah. so by the time they get to three it's probably way the fuck it's at the top of their range there. and if you're gonna do that in a fucking head voice or a falsetto why are you singing the national anthem at an event you know what I mean so they're fucking pulling that chest way up there and so it's like on the verge of breaking and you can kind of feel that it is yeah and then also it's like the national anthem so if you're like a patriot at all you're already kind of fucking riled up yeah and also you're at an event with a bunch of strangers and you're about to watch sports and you're like oh my god (laughs) everything's happening so fast Uh, i just every single time i even if i don't give a fuck about the singer every single time that part of the song gets gives me goosebumps there's also something about knowing when it's like uh just like a game 32 in the middle of a season and it's like (laughs) Uh, it's just somebody who like works at Enterprise Rent a Car, who has like a really good yeah. voice, is going out there and gets to perform it's in front of twenty thousand people. It's their chance. Yeah, I agree. And it is a like lyrically a, a nice reminder again that like we're just a bunch of people trying to do something. Yeah, we're just Let's trying bring it back to. Well, I mean, we're just like reality. trying, yeah. trying our best. It, it's not like God save the Queen; she'll figure it out for us. No. Right. It's like, we're oh, free. geez, we're we're gonna we're, we're just a bunch of dum dums, but we're hoping to, we're hoping to be good guys. Yeah. We're free range dum dums. Yeah, <laughs> we are. We are we're all free. I find I find beautiful. It is beautiful. Like it is. Like it's like yo. We're all. And then you look at the flag and think about all the good and terrible things mm-hmm. that America. At least I do. Mm-hmm. But the ideals has, like, are there. For. Yeah, yeah, the ideals are there. Yeah, like what but is it all for? But it's everything that it means to be an American, which is and like, then, definitely like what good it means to bad. be alive. You know yeah. what I mean? You can just keep expanding this idea, and then you're like, I'm weeping at a baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> That's me every time. I have a bag of peanuts in my left hand. <laughs> I cried all over my hot dog, and now it's wet. <laughs> I wiped my eye with my hot dog, and there's mustard everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have pink eyes. <laughs> That's me. Catch what an me amazing! It's an amazing last pick. It's <laughs> the perfect I, last pick. I felt like I had to. I think I think you made the right choice. <laughs> Let's go over them again. Uh, I picked first, and I went "Wake Up" by the Arcade Fire, "Juicy" by the Notorious B.I.G., <laughs> uh, "Dance Yourself Clean" by LCD Sound System, 
uh, Kanye's verse on Run This Town, and then When I Was Done Dying by Dan Deacon. Eliza, you went Baker Street by Jerry Rafferty. <laughs> uh, Nicki Minaj's Breakdown at the end of Anaconda. Uh, Taylor the Latte Boy, as <laughs> sung by Alan Cumming. <laughs> Only that one. <laughs> uh, Defying Gravity by Adina Menzel. And then Sweet Lorraine by Patty Griffin. Mm-hmm. Male Bredo, you went I Am Telling You by Jennifer Holliday. Kiss by Prince. Mew by Comforting Sounds. No, vice versa. Oh, sorry. I'm God. Yeah. Comforting Sounds by Mew. There it is. Uh, Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. And The Star-Spangled Banner as performed by Dolores. <laughs> From rent The shift manager at Enterprise <laughs> rent Who won the lottery won that the month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Her daughter told her she could do it. She didn't believe. She didn't believe in herself, but she... Did, was there anything that was hard to leave off the list? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean I, feel like I was sneaking things in the whole time. Okay, the m- most obvious uh, life being... on Mars. Oh. I will always love you. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, there's this song that I should have mentioned when with your first one called um fine called uh, uh I'm not afraid of any. Wait, was that it? Your first one was the yeah what? I'm not afraid of anything. Wake up! Yeah, the kids. You're not a kid anymore. No. When that I was done it. dying. Well, whatever. There's yeah. another song that I almost mentioned called You're Not Afraid of Anything. Um, it's about, like, this this girl is like, yeah, I'm not afraid of all this stuff. And my friends are afraid of this. My, friend, my other friends are afraid of this. And I'm cool. I'm not afraid of anything. And this guy uh, is afraid of me. Oh. Um, but I'm not afraid because nobody gets in here. Yeah. Nobody ever is going to feel make me feel anything. So I'm not afraid of anything. And that, that gets me. I know that Shit. vibe. Yeah. I thought one of mine was the Styrofoam Boots. Slash It's All Nice by Modest Mouse, right when the drums kick yeah. in towards the end. Uh, oh, now I remember with the one that was like your first one. Yeah. Both Sides Now by Joni Mitchell. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I had Joni on here at one point. Yeah. Uh, the Bright Eyes cover of Devil Town by Daniel oh, Johnston fuck. is mm. so good. Oh, Holy Night was on my list. Oh, yeah. There's Ooh. some fucking Christmas songs for real. Oh, yeah. That part every night. Unfortunately, dude. All I Want for Christmas is You has been ruined. Too that much. that worked for a couple of years. That oh, really got yeah, me. It was a great off season karaoke song. June, you bust that out when people, people didn't know it's it a too laugh much. Every oh, time. They loved it. Sigurós Festival. Oh, yeah. Or fucking nude Radiohead. A lot of Radiohead songs. Oh, Ella Fitzgerald. I had the fucking Blue Skies where she scats for like four minutes straight. Oh, I don't know that song. I had the beginning <gasps> of uh, That's the Way It Is. What the, the, the guitar, uh, the the piano. The, That's the way. Oh yeah. Changes too much. Yeah, that's true. That's so good. Oh, dude, just the way it is. Some things will never change. You know what I had? It's a real Virginia choice. I took it off because I was like, I will be burned at the stake. Yeah. I had Conte Partiro by Andrea Bocelli. I would have loved if you stunned like that. The, and then my last one would have been the just the Spotty Audi Dopalicious horns from Spotty Audi Dopalicious <laughs> by Outkast. Um, Wish you would. I also had a, a there's a song called Die Vampire Die from yeah. a show called Title of Show um, that's all about creative process um, and all the voices, the vampires in your head that tell you not to do things oh, yeah. and not to write things and that's stupid and um, and like some of them are your, your friends or your family or what you think the world is and there's this one part where she slows it down and she's like, um, if there was, if someone came up to me on the subway and said the, the things that I say to myself, that said things that I say to myself to me, I would say they're mentally ill and deranged oh. but when it's a voice coming from inside my head, I think it's the voice of reason. And I'm just like, Ugh. That's powerful. Ugh. Every time. That's powerful. Make those vampires die. Write it anyway. 
Which reminds me of Mac Weldon. If you got no, we don't have a. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Well, th- thank thank you, Eliza Skinner. Thank you, Ian. Thank for you, Mel Brado. This was Thanks. this was one of my favorite. This was my favorite episodes. <laughs> really? Yeah, it really was. It was so, listeners, I hope you enjoyed it too. I'm not going to put up a uh, poll for this one because I don't. Nobody loses no or winner. wins on this one. <laughs> no. Uh, but please send us your favorite uh, Goosebump songs because I want to listen to them. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I want to hear. Just add us. Just add us with them and uh, tune in again next week for a very special episode of All Fantasy Everything. Are they always very special episodes? Turn next no. week. No, there's only three that weren't. That was a headgum podcast.